on YouTube. Yep, we're live. Hey, we're live. Hello, everybody. I'm going to verify that we're live right now. I'm waiting for my phone to load to see that we're live. It just I believe did. we are. This... Did your screen pop up? It did. Right, okay. So we're live. Welcome, everybody. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Right? Today is Thursday. No, today's Wednesday. My bad. We were supposed to go, Mandy and I were supposed to go live yesterday. And as I said yesterday when I went live, she couldn't go live, so we're going live today. Which actually works out better because as we're speaking, you have all those corrupt politicians in our government sitting around in the House uh, in chambers with the House and the Senate in there. And they're all talking about and filibustering about why uh, we, we should be impeaching this president and why we should not be impeaching this president. And before we start, I want to tell the story that I just told Mandy, and then we'll get into uh, everything that's going on. So uh, I just literally was watching it while I was waiting for my Internet to reset because I was having problems getting on the Internet. Uh, and while it was resetting, I went out and I was watching, and I recorded it, but I don't have time to play it here because I recorded it on my phone, and I would have to Dropbox it to myself to play it for you guys, which I will do in another date. So you'll see it, right? Maybe I'll do it on Friday when I do Law of the One. If not, I'll wait till next Tuesday. So they're all de debating, and they're saying that, you know, Donald Trump incited this riot, and we need to impeach him because, you know, he, co he created this insurrection, and that's a sedition. And those are the articles of impeachment that they brought uh, uh, against him on Monday. So uh, they're voting on whether they should impeach him or not right now. So one of the one of the guys got up. And he was from Florida and he was a Republican, and he said, "We know that pipe bombs were found while he was speaking. This was a, a pre-organized setup. Okay, so they were already going to do this. It had nothing to do with Donald Trump speaking, and everyone knows that in this chamber." He said. We, they, that we know that the police brought them in, in buses, escorted, have film footage. I have film footage of that. We know that they were meeting them and taking pictures with them and opening the gates for them. Rob saw that live and couldn't get the film footage, and I'm having a problem trying to find the film footage, but I know it's out there somewhere. And I'm hoping somebody, you have it, then we'll have to play it. Okay, so Rob saw it, but then when he went to record it, it was gone, and he was like, crap. <laughs> so, so he didn't get it when he went back to get it. Uh, so, uh, and Rob's in the audience, by the way. What's up, Rob? Uh, so then he says, I want to ask one question. And he's, and he's looking at the chair. Okay. He's looking at the gavel, the chair, right? And he says, I want to know the answer to one question of all of these people that have been arrested. Has any of them came before this court and answered the question of, did you do this because of Donald Trump? And he literally stood there and waited for an answer. And he stood there in silence for 30 seconds staring at her. And the only thing you heard was Dem or Republicans around him going, no, no. And he just waited for like 30 seconds staring and nothing happened. And then he says, well, obviously I'm not going to get an answer. So I'll yield back my time. And he closed his little, he closed his little book and he turned around and walked over and sat down. And then there was applause from all of the Republicans in the chamber. Okay, so they're trying to say that Donald Trump incited this riot and that's why these people did it, yet not one single person who has been arrested has said, I confess, the only reason I did this was because Donald Trump told me to. Not one. So it's bullshit, hyped-up crime. It's a lie. Right. It didn't happen that way. And it wasn't those people anyway. Have you seen what's going on outside the Capitol today? No, no, I have the only part I turned on and they, they were speaking. I didn't even change the channel to see anything else. I just it's watched not attractive. them. It's not attractive. 
And it's the BLM movement, I believe. Well, here's the question that I have for everyone. If, if Joe Biden is going to get into office, why is it that everyone in the whole world is planning that there's going to be riots? Because the Trump supporters are such evil, wicked rioters. Right. Is that what's going to happen, you think? Well, if you have the, the mainstream media telling the great public on a daily basis, more than one time a day, that that's what's going on, then that's what they're going to believe. Right. Right. And, you know, and then nothing's going to happen. There's going to be crickets. It's going to be fucking crickets. They're not going to go out and start rioting. That's it's not going not, to happen. It's not going to happen anyway. I mean, you know. Unless it's Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Is when, is when all of the other people go out to riot. And by right. then, by the time that happens, there shouldn't be a mainstream media left anyway. It should have been taken down already. Well, I hope. I mean, uh, you know, what Simon yesterday in his in his uh, third, his little there was a little blurb that he did later. Um, he said that you know that Donald Trump had um, had the the um, flag down to half mast. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was the the uh, Navy no, Seal guy. It wasn't he him. Said, he said he had the flag down to half mast until sundown today. I don't know, he says. I don't know if that is a timeline. Yes or no. But let's hope. That's what he said. That was the that was the Navy SEAL. Whoever it was that said it. Well, you know, there's been so many different things that we've been told to look out for. You know, the one was the countdown from um, Pompeo. Right. And it wasn't to do with what was the content of the tweets were, was, and it was to do with how quickly it started. And it was exact. And, uh, it did, and it did do exactly what he said. Exactly. And he has been a busy, busy bunny today on Twitter. He started at 8 o'clock this morning, bang on the nail, because I've been watching him like a hawk. And uh, I have not. he has been prolific about stating the amazing things that Donald Trump has done. And hiya, Josie. Yeah, I wanted to show you. Look who's with us. Look who's um, with us. Go ahead. He's been very prolific and, and just saying this is what's happened during the last four years, the fantastic stuff that doesn't get mentioned. You know, the peace treaties that this man has done. Right. Well, that one of the guys got up. Uh, funny that you say that right after that because they go you know they go back and forth a democrat or republican democrat or republican and a republican got back up after a democrat was calling him the most hideous evil whatever and uh he got up and he said um uh, what i would like to do is i would like to take my time to thank the president for and he went down the list Sorry. i turned my phone off that's a good song by the way that's a cover and they did that, a good is, job. that is amazing because that is ACDC back to black with We Will Rock You from Queen Freddie singing. At is this, that what it is? That's what it is. So have, when I first heard that, I was like, where the hell have I been for the last? I'm like, that's a cover because I know it's I know the song. It's back to black, but it's favorite, not ACDC singing it. So that was Freddie singing it. Freddie Mercury. That was Freddie Mercury singing We Will nice. Rock You. Nice. to ACDC's back in black nice because the guitar was tinier it was uh it was actually it was actually a real electric guitar from the 60s whoever was playing that it was probably a fender or a gibson whatever from the 60s because yeah. the stuff they have today the is all fiber optics so it doesn't What's sound the, name the, of same? the guy from ACDC that dresses as a schoolboy it was him playing it yeah that's that's oh, let's see, that's why i figure okay he plays a gibson i believe yes he does he does it matter so yeah so that yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, so Bill Van Horn 
Welcome, my brother. Maria, welcome. People are saying hi. If you're here, guys, say hi in the chat so we know that you're here. Otherwise, we don't know you're here. I mean, some people don't want to be. They want to be anonymous. They just want to watch. That's okay. Ominous. Ominous. Wait, what? Okay, guys, so we all know what's going on, okay? We know that there is, we were talking about this off air, that 70% of this standing government uh, elected and unelected, at least seven. Well, probably sixty-five. We said, right? Didn't we agree that maybe sixty-five? We'll say sixty-five. Just to be I reckon. Soft. I reckon seventy seventy-five is a good number. Yeah, there. That is the that is the number, the percentage of people in this government that we have in America that are corrupt, to the core, to the bone, corrupted. Right. Okay, right. either by the communist uh, Chinese Party, that would be most of the Democrats, or by other oligarchs. Like and and I should say and slash or by other oligarchs like Bill Gates, Soros, Bloomberg, Zuckerberg, um, what the other guys, the guy from Twitter, the guy from uh, uh, Apple, and the guy from uh, fucking Google. Okay, those people, just those people. Not to mention, not to mention the the other the families and their yeah, money. They're okay? the big ones. Yeah, they're the big contributors, right? So, and now we got Bill talking to Josie in the, in the chat. <laughs> they know each other. Bill, with, Bill goes back to Ancient Aliens Worldwide when we had about, I think, 50 to 80 people. That's okay. awesome. We got a yeah. few more now, Bill. <laughs> and he was, uh, he was an administrator forever until about two years ago. I guess it was about that. Was it two, two to three, maybe four years ago now? Is that how long ago it's been, Bill? He he left. uh, He was going through what I went through, the dark night of the soul that I went through uh, two and a half years ago. He went through that, and so he was really messed up. And then he almost died like twice. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. No, you should hear his stories. Yeah. Want to come back and be a napman? I I keep trying to push him, but he's like, oh, I got things to do, but maybe I, I keep trying to hope that he comes back because he was a great admin, <laughs> except for when he was going through the dark night of the soul. Then he was a lot like uh, Carlatini. He'd pop off every now and then and get a little crazy. But that happens. Right. I mean, you get to that point where you your mind blows up and you think, wait a minute, I am God. <laughs> and then then some people get stuck right there for a second and they think they are. Well, they are. I mean, we all are. We're all a little teeny piece. We're, we're you know, a thought, a, a, a creation Back of. Track, you know, yeah. Back on track. So anyways, right, right. So, but then all that's important because that's what people are going through. Uh, yesterday I talked about the stresses and the things that happened that's causing people. All of this, the COVID crap, all of this stuff that's going on in the world for the last year, plus the upheaval in all the countries uh, is, is, you know, like we talked about off air. It's the death rolls of the cabal, okay? Their last-ditch effort to maintain, maintain control over the planet. Am I right? You've got, well, you've got two or three different things going on in that one statement. First of all, what you were talking about yesterday, you have in Germany the numbers of suicides in January are more than they were in a normal year. Right. Right, a lot more, yeah. I had to throw that up for Bill because he he had, he was answering <laughs> the question. It, it's like it's like just let that sink in, and it's not even the end of January yet. Right, <laughs> right. There's more no, than a normal average year of suicides, and in this January, yeah. And it's not just going to stop like that. This is going to be a hefty paid year on many different levels. 
And sadly, there's going to be the public are going to be paying a big price. We've been locked down like bloody hamsters in cages for almost a year now. For almost a year now. And it's like you go, I don't wear a mask. If we're going to go down the COVID route, which I would like to, I just had an oven repair guy come to my house today. He was 20 feet down my driveway and put his mask on. He was here for two hours working on my cooker. Still didn't fix it, but got the problem. Um, Wearing the mask. And I said to him as he came into my garage, please don't wear that crap for my benefit. And he said, no, no, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, respect. Right. He couldn't breathe. The boy is like 25 years old. And he's like, <laughs> the whole time he was here. That's Do you know what it <laughs> takes me to keep my gob shut in situations like that? It's right. like my head is full of statistics, real information, right? blah, 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 blah. But this boy is putting his own health at risk and his own mental health at risk by doing that. Yeah. That's insanity. In my home, where I, by the way, have still got bronchial, the the bacteria pneumonia, is still hanging in there. Right. But I ain't going to the doctors. But what you said was right. Yeah. Yesterday, when you said, if you have a COVID test, if you test negative for COVID, it's not because you don't have it. It's probably a false negative. Because if a papaya, a goat, a cup of Coca-Cola tests positive, everything will test positive. Yeah, they just tested a a gorilla. uh, Three gorillas in San Diego Zoo. And they're all positive. And they're all positive. So now it's going to be, oh, my God. It's just all the crops are dying. We have to burn them. We have no food. It's all absolute bullshit. It is bullshit. And and sadly, many of my own clients and patients are nursing staff, and half of them are like, let me get in here. And half of them are like, no, no, I'll, I'll wear the mask. And it's like, I'm do what you need to do. As it was said to me at the beginning, do what you need to do to be you. But my proceed to that is. Don't be fucking ignorant. Right. We have the information here. If you're not listening to the information that's being given, that's out there, that's proper, your gut knows the truth. Right. Your gut knows. And that's not because you're married to being a victim. Your gut knows the truth because it's right. in you. Right. And that, and that is the truth. People don't listen to their instincts enough. And they should because that's where the truth is. And and the people will they'll you'll feel it in your gut. You'll go, yeah, I don't know, man. I you know you might what well, you might be thinking is funny, <clears throat> because you know you might be a Democrat or a liberal and you think this is hilarious that this is happening to Donald Trump. And I'm glad because I hate him, hate him, hate him. But in your gut, you know, you know the truth. You know that the freaking uh, thing was was uh, stolen. They cheated. You know that all everything that everyone said is absolutely true. No, we haven't seen any widespread talking points, talking points. Mouth well, points. and you can tell each country, you can tell when things have got hot and they're getting a bit close to being de- dealt with, that all of a sudden we've got another really dangerous strain coming along. It's, it's classic. Yeah, that, that happened at exactly the right moment, didn't it? Well, that, that thing showed up in England, supposedly, right at the exact time when we were doing the election and getting the vaccine out. 
So all of a sudden, wait, now we have to worry about getting a vaccine for this new strain. And I think there's even another one now. Yeah. No. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. And if there is, you know. It's a flu bug. It's a flu bug or it's a cold. It's a chimeric bloody virus. It could be flipping anything. Well, what they're doing is they, they just put a film out on one of the channels um, where they have a guy that got they got over it and he comes out and he's like, this is not just a cold. This is not just a flu. This is a disease. I had it. And they told me to quarantine. And I was at day 10 and I thought everything was good. And then all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. And I almost died. And I thought this was the end. And now I made it. And this is not just a a flu bug. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's just strong. Okay. No, he survived, right? Right. What would be really cool is if people were out there giving their kids like multivitamins that don't have sugar in it and feeding them some vegetables and, right, you know, and looking into how to be healthy. They've God knows they've had enough time, you know, even right. if you take 50% of the people that have got an internet connection, instead of losing their shit and spreading mayhem on social media, how about doing a little bit of research and finding out how you can make your kids healthier by feeding them the right food? You know, I just talked about that yesterday. Not that exactly, but doing the research. Uh, you know, again, I reiterated to everybody that listened to the show that, you know, they count on the fact that you're not going to look anything up. Yeah. And most people don't. And because yeah. of that, they can tell you whatever they want and they know that. Right. So they just feed and then, them for it's already been put into their heads that anybody that does do the research and comes out with something that is opposite to what they've been told they should believe, conspiracy theorists. Yeah, and then that's to just throw that out there for everybody that says anything. And they did that about uh, all of the doctors who said, you know, that this was a crap and that the numbers were, uh, and I told people, if you have basic math skills in your curriculum, in your brain, if you went to school past the, the, uh, the grade of four, you can calculate a percentage. Okay, and if you don't remember that, Google it. Because <laughs> you can Google that, and it'll give you how to, how to, how to uh, calculate a percentage. And then I walked everybody through how to do that. Take the total numbers of deaths, divide it by the total cases, and then move your decimal point two, point two places to the right. There's your percent. And when you do that, you find out that a worldwide and in any state, in any city, in every, because I've done this, for every county in California, for every state in the United States, and they do this all the time over and over to see if the numbers fluctuate. When they go, oh, we got to rise, bunch of people, oh, my God, we're overwhelmed. Then I do the math, and it's still the exact same percentage of people dying. Okay, it's it's one point and then that varies. It's either one point one or one point two, one point three, one point four, depending on the region. But it's one percent people. That means you have a ninety nine percent chance of not dying. Less than. Yeah. Less than what's really what's really I mean, it's laughable. You just got to have half a brain. The people that are coming out and saying, well, it's not the, the curve is not being flattened that was being said seven months ago because of the people that aren't wearing a mask. I go outside in my town. I've seen, I don't wear a mask. I wear it across my chin. So a quick glance looks like it, but I've had bacterial (laughs) pneumonia for nearly six months now. I'm not going to wear a damn mask. I'm in and out of the door. 
if I'm going through specific stores that demand it that I can't avoid going to, I'll put it over my mouse as I go through the checkout so they don't complain. But as soon as I get past the checkout, I pull it down. I mean, what are they thinking? Right. Half of them have got half of them have got that on it. We'll get to that in a minute. Half yeah. of them have got the mask on, half of them have got a screen in front of them, and then they've got another screen. What do they think is gonna happen? Right. I'm like, it looks so silly. I'm waiting for people to wear goggles and a sneeze oh, guard I've and a that. mask. I've seen and that. pretty soon they're going to be wearing the plastic full bubble with the zipper I've, up and the thing, and they're going to walk into the store. I've seen that too, but oh, granted, my. it was on an older lady and she was in a wheelchair and she was being wheeled around by the, the carer who was also in everything. Yeah. But just to make sensible of this, if, if the virus is going to jump around and catch onto everything, right? Exactly, Rob, we know. And it's like, if it's going to jump onto everything, it's going to jump onto that bloody zip-up suit. Right. So how are you going to do We're going to spray grandma down with some Lysol, which will kill you. Right. You spray her down with that before you unzip her because it's going to jump off the suit onto her indoor clothes. Yeah. You're going to hose her down naked. So, so you're going to have to, you got to get out of your car and hose down your car now because you sat in it and it's all over your seat. Then you're going to have to go and have somebody spray you down while you stand there, where they're hosing you down with a fire hose all the way around, right? Then you got to take all that off without touching it and burn that because you can't put it back on now. It's contaminated. Because right. if you're going to do it, you better do it fucking right. You better do it the way they do it when you work at a fucking nuclear power plant or a chemical plant. When you see it on these stupid movies, you know, yep. it's like, you're going to have to do it like that. Yep. It's, it's just, it's all so infuriating that, and to go out into that public in a democratic town, which is in a democratic county and be one of zero other people most of the time, right. out in a store, the way they look at you is horrendous. There's, yeah. it, there's one store I went in last week and I'm standing on one side, my friend's opposite me, she's wearing a mask, terrified that somebody might say something. And I'm right. like, what are they gonna do? Right. You know, it's well, like see, I, what, I, what I do I, is now I put on. I bought one of those masks that that are the the the, the big sheet of of uh, cloth that you pull up over your whole face and it goes around your neck, which does absolutely nothing whatsoever. It doesn't filter anything. I can blow a match out. They're like the test is if you can blow a match out or a flame out at this far away, it does nothing. So I wear that so that other people think. I have something on. It's all it is. It's appeasing. <laughs> it's appeasing the victims and the martyrs. That's all yeah. it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's just if the fear. And I said this yesterday. To quote a famous person, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the and, truth. And, yeah, I mean, I think that, more. I think it's more than seventy-three percent. I think that the the fake the false positive. It's a minimum. Is, it's a minimum of seventy-three percent wrong. And that, I have doctors who have told me that. Okay, no joke. I tell, you what, I tell you what that's really interesting. A certain person that I know sees the local, one of the local um, medical examiners. Right. And coroners. And he says, um, Ash says, well, I've given away who it was now. Right. Um, he says. <laughs> well, no one knows who that is except for people who know you. And Okay, that's yeah. right. So yeah, yeah. he says, so how many people have died from COVID? And the medical examiner, coroner, says, Zero. Zero. Zero percent. Yep. And so we know that because you don't die of that. You die from complications because you've got 
other like, things going on. So and it overwhelms your immune system and you die. Yeah. <laughs> like any other. Like right. like if you got the regular flu, you could catch a cold yeah. and it could go into bronchitis or pneumonia and kill you just the same yeah. as if you caught COVID. And I have I have people in my family, my sister, one of my sisters especially, she has uh, 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 COPD. I do too, but I don't need uh, oxygen, right? Because for whatever reason, um, I reikied myself and willed my lungs to regenerate because I don't test that I have COPD, but no one will say that anymore. They just say I'm in recession. But my sister has it real bad. And she's supposed to be on oxygen, and she's trying to rehabilitate her lungs as well. Well, she's already been, uh, in the past five years, she's been intubated and, and under probably three times and two of the three times they were like she's gone you need to let her go and her daughter was like uh hell no screw yourself right and she told me the story that even back then this is pre-covid they were already when they they knew that when they got you intubated that the chances of you surviving dropped down to about one percent they already knew that back then but they were already being incentivized by the government to do that to people so, so that it was normal when COVID hit, it wasn't something new. So right. when COVID hit, they weren't ready. They weren't all of a sudden, wow, did you know that we're getting paid? That's got to be something wrong there. They were already getting paid for five, six, seven years prior to that. So I, have, I said five, like seven years ago, if I ever end up in the hospital and they say they need to put me on oxygen, do not freaking do it. And, and if they do, I'm going to sue everybody, including my own family members, for allowing it to happen. Well, it'd be a bit difficult to do if, that. If I, if, I, if I survive. Right, you'd be dead. I'd be dead. So <laughs> my sister actually pulled out her own freaking tube. Now, she says, I have no idea how, to, how I did that because they restrain your arms. So they want you to come out of it, they claim, but they tie your arms down so you can't do it yourself. That the only way you can come out of it is when they decide to try and get you to come out of it. But the fact is, when they put you on that shit, they turn up the oxygen so high that it blows out your lungs. And basically, they pump you with so much drugs that you're just going to die. But people like my sister, who did a fuck ton of drugs when she was younger, those drugs don't keep her under. Right. Okay, so that's what happened. Well, she told me that the nurses say, and I know this to be a fact because uh, that they undo the restraints and loosen them. And the doctors will walk back in and go, these are too loose. Well, we need to tighten those. And they tighten them back up again. And when the doctor walks out, they walk over and loosen them. Because if you can wake up on your own, they loosen that so that you can get to your own tube and pull it out. And my sister pulled her own, tu- her own tube out. And the nurses told her afterwards, this is what we do. And I've talked to many nurses since then to find out if that's a, if that's a fact. And to the nurse... That I've spoken to, almost 100% of them said, oh, yeah, there was a few that, oh, we would never do that, not wanting to go on any kind of record. Even the whistleblower that I have on film from New York said the same thing, and so did the other nurses that she was talking to. Yeah. So the doctors would come in and go, these are too loose, and tighten them up. Why? Why would the doctors want those tightened? Why would the doctor not want this person to pull out their own tube if they woke up? That's what they're trying to do, yeah. trying to get them off the tube, aren't they? I have I have a hard time sort of thinking that all these doctors are bad and that all of these people are bad and there's a reason that they're either following the mandate that they're supposed to follow for whatever reason. You know, it's like I have a great relationship with my GP. And 
I said to him, God, in May, I went in because I had to go in. And wearing the stupid mask is part of why I got to where I was. Right. And I said to him, so uh, after we talked about what was going on, I then said, so what's this crap about? And he said, well, you know, it's like we're in here. We've got a busy, busy practice and we're not having these people coming in with all this sickness and I can't be getting sick and blah, blah, blah. And so I let him finish. And then I said, so what's all this crap about? And then he said, <laughs> well, I have little kids at home and I can't be taking things from here to there. And, you know, it's not fair. And so I let him finish. And I said, so what's all this about? And he said, I don't want to get sued. Right. They, well, and then they threaten people. That's just like, look at Cuomo was doing in New York with the bars and the restaurants. If you guys stay open, we're pulling your liquor license. That man is out of control. He's well, he's he's exactly where Gavin Newsom would be, except for we're recalling his ass. Um, as a quick PS to that, mm -hmm. the latest thing that I just listened to of a source said that Trump actually won California. Uh, it could have happened. And it's going to come out. It could have happened. I remember him saying that. I remember someone else saying that, too. I think Giuliani said that at one point on air, he said, you know, we may have even won California because of the down ballot. Yeah. Now, California was already set up to where, in fact, out here in this state, you don't even have to be an American citizen. In fact, you don't even have to be from this planet. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You could show up with three fucking heads and horns. And they would go, oh, wow, where are you from? Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, so they can't say anything. You, you, you want to vote? Yes, please. Need translation. They will give it to you. Here you go. Period. That's another thing that is like in my head. I, I never voted in California. I wasn't a citizen back then. And I've been living in, in Florida now for 17 years. So I used to work. They are all brainwashed. They used to work. I used to work as a volunteer because I so didn't. He doesn't have... play the game. He wore one once, and he's like, "Nope." And you're right, Washington, yeah, Oregon, California, brainwash central. Go ahead. I I'm sorry. To, man. I used to work in um, as a as a volunteer in a senior center, and it blew my mind. Bear in mind, I'd lived here like six months, so I was still new, a bit of a greenhorn. Blah blah blah. Right, right. There would be these older. There were lots of Persian people there. These older Persian ladies that refused to learn English would bring in their daughters, their daughter-in-laws, whatever. They would go for their citizenship stuff and take them as a translator. Right. How can they answer the questions? Right. Well, because they have a translator. And since we've gotten so soft, knows. Yeah, we've gotten so soft that, you know, out here in California, they, they print everything in uh, Spanish and English, whatever it is. And you get a ballot, you got both languages on it. And Chinese, and and it's like doing your driving your driving test. It's like yep. to get my driver's license. I'm lobbying. I'm lobbying to get Irish put on there. Why? What? What? Are you guys prejudiced? Okay. I want to see African. I want Irish. I want Hindi. I want. I want every language on the planet. I want you guys to waste paper what? and print every language that is physically one, spoken. One language. You want an American driver's license? You read American. Because I agree with Dan that. road signs aren't in Hindi in. There was a there was a band back in the day. They were a a, um, a punk band made up of a bunch of speed metal band members, and it was called they were called Sergeant D, right? Sergeant Death, 
uh, and the Stormtroopers of Death, and they had a song that was called Speak English or Die. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how anybody can think it's even a feasible thing to do. It's like you want to become a citizen, then you do it in English. You learn the English stuff. Well, you know how you know how my family did it, and I know that a lot of people, Spanish, Portuguese, my stepfather, his parents uh, spoke only Portuguese in the house. And if he spoke English in the house, his father and his grandfather would say, don't talk that trash in here. Don't disrespect our house with that. You want to talk out when you're out there and you're in America, then you, you speak, you do what you're supposed to do. And you speak American English. When you're in this house, you remember who you are. You're Portuguese. I don't, I don't fault people for being like that at all. I don't. No. I'm okay with that. I think you should keep your culture. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, until we decide that we're one human race and we, and we don't really care about that. I talked about that yesterday. Uh, that, you know, you don't care about the race because I don't. I mean, I am every color. I have every color on my skin from every race. So how can I be considered, you know, you're a prejudice. Well, then I must hate that part of me and that part and that part and that part and that part and that part. Because I'm black. I'm brown. I'm yellow. I have every single color are. all over my skin. I have freckles. We all everywhere. are. We right? all are. That card has been played way too often. It's, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's common sense. And just because you don't like it doesn't give you the right to pull the race card. It's like, if you want to be an American citizen, if you want an American driver's license, then you do it in American. Yeah. You do it in the English language and you do it properly. Otherwise, you fail. Right. It's nothing to do with race. It's nothing to do with any of that. But you got to remember, it's only common when everyone has it. If I went to China... And I wanted to do my driving test. I would expect to have to learn Chinese to do Other it. Other countries, you have to. Yeah, absolutely. You do. Yeah. You they don't, do. They don't, they don't do anything like, the, no, you're here. You need to speak our language. Right. Yeah. It's, That's it's, part of, of their citizenship. You want to be a citizen here? You have to understand our language, period. It's another reason why when, when England joined, well, we joined the common market in like 1970, and then it became Europe. So the first part of that, I witnessed and experienced the changes that happened. I didn't like it at all. Part of living in Europe and part of going to Europe, the fun of that, especially when you've got borders like they were. And when I was a kid, we would go down to southern Germany. We'd go down to Bavaria on vacation where they speak schnurdly, hurdly, wordly German. Right, right. <laughs> you go across to Austria for the day and they're speaking even more hurdly, schnurdly. And they don't use German marks. They used Austrian shillings. And so you'd be like, oh, what's all this stuff here? And that's part of the fun. Yes. And the milk tasted different and the beer tasted different. And you go across to Italy and you cost 300 million bloody lira for a cup of coffee. It's right. part of the fun. <laughs> and then they homogenized everything. Yeah. And to me, that ruined it. I yeah. never was for it. It was like, I understand, especially mainland, I understand them doing things on paper, but not... Not the way it is. And they're trying to make, you know, that it becomes that way over the whole world if you're not careful. Well, I mean, look what happened here with the United States. It, it's the same thing. You know, the, it's, the, it's the exact same thing. All of these nation states joined the union and became one United States of America. And it's been nothing but a problem since. We are, though. But what other people don't understand is that it's 50 different countries. Right. It looks they, they different. Don't... The people are different. They talk yeah. differently. Yep. The food. Yeah, is... people don't realize that. I, I tell them yeah. like, these these were free sovereign nations. They're free countries, and they joined a union. 
They're right. not. They're, it's not like they're. When you hear the word state, everyone thinks that means province or county. We right. were like California was its own entity, its own state, right. its own government, its own country, and it runs that way. They all run that way, even now. Yeah, they do. They do. And, and like you said, when you go to different states, the people speak different. They have a different culture there. Yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic. I mean, I didn't I didn't believe it. I mean, I've traveled a lot. I've been to all but like four states. Yeah. And it's fascinating that, especially when you go into the, the you say about the bluegrass of Kentucky. Right. It's, it really does have a blue tinge to it. Oh, it does. That's why they call it that. Yeah. I know. And it's, it's the most hardy grass on the face of the planet. It's fantastic. Everyone uses it uh, in in landscaping, even out here in California, because it is it it'll it'll take over everything else, and it'll, it'll even kill the crabgrass, which crabgrass will try and take over everything. I have I have a lovely lawn of crabgrass on top of sand because I'm in Florida, so I used to be a beach. Right, right, and there's nothing wrong with that. Crabgrass is actually I like crabgrass. Uh, it just doesn't look as appealing to people on a curbability for selling a house. Yeah, right. Okay, we're going to spend $3,000 a year on seeding our lawn. Right. We're going to get burnt to a crisp. Right, that's the problem. Crabgrass doesn't die in the wintertime. Crabgrass is hardy. Crabgrass doesn't doesn't die even when you use it as a reversing place. Right. <laughs> right? Tested. Tested. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's the problem with uh, bluegrass. And I know this talking to when I was working uh, in maintenance, talking to the the landscapers and they'd said uh, you know female dog urine kills bluegrass so yeah. every time a, a female dog pees on the grass you're gonna have a bald spot there it's gonna die but not male but not male isn't that weird something to do with the ph of a female and dog's dog. urine yeah. interesting yeah it's the it's the, you want to eradicate bluegrass from the planet get a bunch of female dog urine and just wipe it out it'll just die don't tell people that. I, well, no, I don't. I don't you get these did. crazy anti-bluegrass people out there with their <laughs> right. buckets of female. I know dog that's pay. like you want to kill cattle. Put put uh, um, what is it that they put out there? Um, clover, um, and the cattle will eat it until they because it, it like it like makes them in their stomach and it'll burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people don't realize that too. There's a couple of things you can do like that to kill cattle. In fact, they did that in um, that TV series Yellowstone. Uh, where the guys threw out bundles of that stuff to murder the cattle on the Yellowstone Ranch. <laughs> that got them killed for doing it. That's a great television show. It's it's uh, it's Sons of Anarchy, Cowboy Up. Anybody, I recommend it. Anybody out there, Kevin Costner's the star, uh, and probably the producer, if I know Kevin Costner. Right. Uh, and it is, if you've ever watched any episodes of, of, uh, you know, of that biker show, it is that only with cowboys. Uh, and it's and it's just crazy. Uh, they, you know, Native Native Americans uh, on the reservation, the whole mines. And then you have modern day business trying to encroach on and take over that part of Montana and make resorts out of it and airports. And they're all fighting like evil, shooting each other and craziness, craziness. And they're on season four is about to start. I recommend it. <laughs> That's it's a good fun. show. It is fun. It, you, if you watch it, literally, I, I turned it on. My sister said, you will love this. It's Cowboy Up. You know, uh, you will love this. So I turned it on, and I would think I was five minutes in, and I was like, I'm hooked. Wow. That's how good it is. It's really good. I recommend it. It's on um, Paramount Channel, and if not, you can get it on Peacock after if you have uh, any uh, um, 
cable network. Peacock is free, and it's all CBS's, everything they own, the company CBS, whatever their parent company is, they own Paramount. So after the season's over, you can binge watch the whole season. That's what I do. I don't pay for Paramount. I don't do cable. I haven't done it for like 10 years. I know a lot of people that have done that. They just don't have cable. And I'm like, well, would, how do you watch television? They're like on the internet. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's why I I've never. I've got a Roku stick and I get a new one like once a year when they upgrade it. And yeah. through my Roku stick, I use Sling because, of course, I'm addicted to anything bubblegum housewife shows and stuff like that. But right. they like to change things now that they've got some new Dis- Discovery Channel Plus or something. So they're now finding yeah, so we... ways to make you pay more money. But I'm not playing. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> right. For those of you who are on the uh, podcast, I should be reading this stuff that I throw up there on the MP3 uh, file podcast. Bill Van Horn says the goal of the, the cabal slash dark hand is to destroy nationalism, period. Yes, absolutely. The, the way to do that is to turn love a, of country into hatred, which is what they're doing. Absolutely, Bill. Uh, up is down. Left is right. Light is dark. Uh, that's the genesis of Antifa slash BLM, Black Lives Matter. And uh, the reasoning behind staging events like the George Floyd, et cetera. Uh, and he's absolutely right, 100%. Uh, because if you look at that, that's a, a good thing that he brought that up. Let's go down that, that path. If you go and look that video up and watch that video, that cop murdered him on purpose. He was ordered to do so. Probably. Why? I, I, you could speculate till the cows come home, right? But I do know that there was a tie between... Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and that guy and also something else that I'm not going to get into right now on air. You guys should look it up on your own because I don't want the hate mail. But that was an event that was staged. Now, yeah, was he murdered? Right. Well, yes, he was. But it was staged by the cabal, by Black Lives Matter, Antifa, George Soros, Mike Bloomberg, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, Barack Obama, their money, their power. They're the ones who stage that, and they do that more often than you think. Because answer me, riddle me this, Batman. How many, since there's been a Republican for the last four years in office, how many mass shootings have happened in America? Question mark. Answers. Show of hands. Isn't that crazy? Show of hands. Hands in the audience. Anybody know the answer to that? Zero. Zero. But when Barack Obama was in office every week, there was a mass shooting somewhere. Isn't that odd? When the people who are in power, what, now, and I say this, preface this with if George, uh, if, uh, if Donald Trump doesn't become the president and, and Biden does, watch the number of people that start having mass shootings again. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want gun safety. They want the guns gone. Yep. If they wanted gun safety, they would be saying, they would be pushing really hard for smart guns because they're out there. A smart gun is a gun that cannot be fired by anyone except for the owner of that gun because of several different things. One, they use fingerprints on the handle. Other ones, they use a device that you have to have in your possession, and you have to like put it on your finger and have it near the gun, or you have to hold it in your hand while you're holding the gun. So that thing, they would have to steal the gun and the other device or have the fingerprint, and that's what they're trying to go to is the fingerprint on uh, your DNA. When you, when you touch the gun, it is tailored to you and you alone. So if they steal a gun, it's absolutely useless. They can't do anything with it. Absolutely useless. They can take it apart and try and make it a regular gun. Millions of guns are out there that will never go away. It's like, how do they do that? It, 
Well, it, what you do is this is this is what you do. What you do is you say all guns being sold going from this date forward have to be smart guns. Yeah, and eventually they phase out because they become old. They, they you know what I mean? Millions of guns that are old, 20, 30 years old, and they're never going to go away. So it's it's kind of it's it's something that I understand is being done, but right. But see, what you do with that is then you then you also tailor ammunition that only works in those new guns. Do you understand? So but then, what you do is you just change the caliber and stop making. You stop making the the six six two. You stop making nine millimeter. You stop making three fifty seven. You can't do that. You can't do that. Sure I'm can. plus fat people and make their own. It's well, like, no, you're right because I can make it. I know how to make. Uh, my my brother does. So yeah, yeah, he makes his own too. So it's like. Yeah. But that's that's what there were. We're like one percent of the population, right? And if you if you make it illegal to sell that ammunition then, then only us who can make it can make it for our use or anyone else we're going to try and sneak it to most criminals aren't smart enough right only the drug dealers are smart enough because they're they're chemists those would be the only ones that could maybe figure out how to make gunpowder and then make that turn that into a viable not just black powder right it, t- it takes a, a you know a couple more steps um i actually talked about that in my survival book but i didn't tell you how to do it for that purpose right Right. I also know how to make a biofuel, biodiesel fuel. It'll run on any vehicle that's a diesel. But I don't tell people the the actual chemistry involved with that. Yeah, he did because say- people are actually that people know. I know because they're going around stealing the oil that is that is being uh, used at restaurants, and that's what you want is that. Right. And the the first thing for a survivalist is to find a Chinese food or any fast food he because did- they have a containment where they use all their oil, and someone comes and they pay people to take it away. That oil is free now. That's why you take it. You know, everybody's going to run into the stores and, and grab all the meat. I'm going to go in and grab all the rice and all the cooking oil. And not to cook with. <laughs> I'm going to use that cooking oil to turn into gasoline, to turn into fuel for driving a vehicle. Crazy. So there's a lot of stuff out there, but, you know, there are some of us, you're right, that would just make that stuff. But it would, it would still be a black market thing, and eventually it would, you wouldn't be able to generate enough to start a war. Or It's all what if, and it could be, and there's too much money to be made. And, I think and that's, what, that's what it gets down to. Absolutely. My brother just said that to me about an hour ago. It's always the money. Yeah. It's always even, about money. Even when power. it comes to some sort of ideological Shangri-La-type world, it's still about money. It's still about cost and cost effective and stuff like that it's going to be interesting to see what happens as this plays out i mean okay well i i agree with that bill hold on bill bill said places like detroit and philly are mass shootings every week right and he's right but but they don't talk about it it's not a thing yeah i'm not saying it's a good thing but it's but you know they, they don't talk about it in the news because it's not police shooting black people and it's you know, not it's, school children taking in yeah. weapons to so, so are people being killed? Absolutely, Bill. You're absolutely right. So I don't want to downplay that. People are being murdered, and there are mass shootings, but it's not like they're walking into a movie theater and killing people. It's everybody shooting each other on the streets. It's the wild, wild right. west up north. Right. right? So, But that's you're that's absolutely that's right, because that's happening everywhere, especially where everybody's locked down. The crime rate in New York is up 95% over last year. 95%. Do you understand how high that is? Right? That's like a that's like a markup for selling something in a retail store. That's, that's bigly <laughs> huge. That is bigly huge. Yeah. I mean, when you consider they were proud that they got the, the crime rate down 25%, and it took them five years to do it. Giuliani was proud of that. 
right? And then they, and then they held it, you know, for a, for a couple more years, and then it goes up and down and fluctuates, ninety five percent up. It's insane. It's hardly surprising, though. Yeah. So I'm not saying that people aren't being killed because they are. There's an average amount of people in America that die every single year. I know this because I've done a study on it. Since 1969, yeah. I can go back even further. But since 1967, well, the, the time that I was born, from then until now, 53 years, the amount of people that die every year by a gunshot in the United States of America is, is give or take a few hundred, 18,000 people every year. It doesn't go above that very we much. It doesn't go below it very much. What we were referring to was things like Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, Sandy Columbine. Hook. Yeah. Although Columbine, I, I do believe, actually happened. But Sandy Hook. Yeah, Sandy Hook, I don't think happened, but Columbine, it did I, I not happen. happened. It was the biggest load of bullshit. It's yeah, like, I saw the video where the guy who, the father, was joking and laughing with the EMTs, and then they, then yeah, then all of a sudden, okay, we're filming, and then he was like, <laughs> I saw oh, that. It went, it was really, really crazy. The way that went back, they, they've even got, like, the, the actors that were involved, they got their the whole stuff coming up and, and then sort of a year later they supposedly had kids from Sandy Hook singing and they were half the kids were supposedly dead. Right. They matched the photos up. Yeah. It was just, it was all such a farce. Yeah. And the kid that supposedly did Sandy Hook, what did he weigh like 85 pounds and he supposedly trugged 175 pounds worth of weapons and equipment. Knocking things over. <laughs> So a kid like that probably couldn't, even, probably couldn't even pick up a Slurpee, you know, without spilling it. Sorry, I have I have my walking stick leaning up against the edge of the desk. I just kicked it over. Well, we all wanted to see that. Hey, that's a good that's a good picture. Look at the look at the little wizard on there, man. That's good. Father Time Wizard. Look at him. Fabulous. The green man. Yeah, I had that on the edge of the kicked it over just now. Hit the wall. Okay, but no, I agree with you, and, and it has been. There's many of them, I think, that are very, very suspect, and they happen at opportune moments, and it always, and I said this, and I've said this for years, especially under the Obama administration and under the Clinton administration, because I noticed the pattern. When Democrats have the White House, there's all kinds of mass shootings, and they harp about guns. Um, going back to when, when he first took office, I have videos on my YouTube page where I literally did the investigation, I hold up the numbers that I printed from the from the internet, because Barack Obama said over and over and over again that more people die in the United States by gunshots than anything else. And I'm like, no, 18,000 people die, and that includes police officers shooting people and being shot, and the military shooting people and being shot, or not shooting people but being shot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the number they give you for people who died from gunshots is the overall Americans. This is how many Americans died from a gunshot wound on the planet. Okay. But they don't, they don't explain that. So, they, yeah, they don't explain to you that the number of people who die in mass shootings is far less. Okay? The number one weapon of choice to kill people in America is not a gun. It's a hammer. <laughs> 27,000 people get murdered by a hammer every year in the United States of America. 18,000 by a gun. We're not trying to outlaw hammers, are we? Nope. 37,000 people prior to COVID... Every year committed suicide. 54,000 people die. I know these by heart because I've, I've done research and I've done five videos on it. 54,000 people die in automobile accidents. We're not outlawing automobiles. Now let's get to the juicy real stuff. Okay. 
1.4 million people die from a heart attack, but we're not we're not outlawing things that make a heart attack happen, are we? Like cigarettes, alcohol, tobacco-related illnesses is, is 487,000 people die every year from tobacco-related instances. We are trying to do something about tobacco. Alcohol-related incidents is 973,000 people die every year because of complications due to drinking excessively. We're not outlawing uh, alcohol at all. Think about how large those numbers are. If you combine the top three, cancer, let's go down. Cancer is 2.5 million people a year die from cancer in America. Different forms. 2 million people, what does it know? It's a a, a 78,000 die from diabetes. It might be higher than that because you type 1 and type 2. Because with type 2, you can have a heart attack or have a stroke. So then you get lumped in the heart attack or stroke, not the, well, it was because of the diabetes. Right. So they don't add that on to your death certificate. They just say a heart attack or a stroke. Huh. So we don't know how many. And I know that because I have to take medication. Being type two diabetic, I have to take medication that slows my heart rate. So I don't have a heart attack or a stroke. So people that are diabetic are prone to die with heart attack or a stroke. So you have to take medication for it. Okay, so think about that. So now let's look at these numbers. The top three people, the top three things that kill people in the United States and around the world, because it's, it is the same around the world, is cancer, tobacco, and alcohol. Just those three. And then heart attacks, let's, let's cardiovascular problems is actually, I think that's actually number one. So those four things add up to 5 million people in America every year. Yet 18,000 people get killed by guns. We need to fucking get the guns off the street crazy you know why they wanted the guns off the street because they want all of the guns gone because right now the last vestiges of freedom are countries that allow people to have weapons and won't give them up yeah but they turned sweden they all have guns they turned that into a communist party they uh, the chinese all have guns they turned that into a communist party america all has guns and you're about to be a communist party if you don't do anything about it well, I think there's plenty of people doing something about it, and I think there's way more people that did something about it on November the 3rd than are being accepted at the moment. But I do believe it's all going to come out. And I do believe that everybody needs to calm down. And okay, My whole show yesterday was about that. It's, was- it's not it's, – well, I mean, we've, we've, been, we've been harassed on so many levels and continue to be. But I mean about the, the thing – it's happening. It's just – Believe it's happening. Trust the process. Donald Trump, I know, it's like, I never used to be a Trump supporter. Right. It's like, I've watched and I've used common sense to see what's going on. Is he the most eloquent? Well, he wasn't. No. He used to stick his foot in his mouth quite frequently. He's learning. But, um, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly. So right. it's, it's like so it's like the whole the whole thing now oh, i've lost my track you can't do that when i'm halfway through a, con- a sentence Sorry. seriously it's like i'm i'm an old woman well i apologize for that because i knew that if i didn't then we were going to be off that part of the subject and we would be regressing so i wanted to get that out there let me really quickly then read this to the to the people that will be listening on the mp3 file uh bill van horn says under obama the stage events were mass shootings beheadings because they were useful to the narrative that they wanted to create. 
those types of things were magically will magically or would magically reappear if Biden uh, was the president. That's exactly what I was saying. And so he was reiterating that. And I apologize, Mandy, for, for derailing your thought. What day is it? I've lost my thread completely. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm going to strangle you. It's a good job you're three thousand miles away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to throw it up there for people to see that he was agreeing, knowing yeah. we were moving away from that. And I apologize. I didn't. What I didn't was I talking about? Uh, we were we were going down. We it's, we started from there. It's believe It's believing that because there's a lot of people that are getting antsy. There's a lot of people are like, why isn't something happening? And it's like, you know what? It's not going to go at your pace. Just because you're ready doesn't mean to say the rest of it is. In fact, if you pay the hell attention, you'll see there's an awful lot going on. Yeah. Pakistan Pakistan was almost the whole country was, was blacked out. Yeah. Uh, the Vatican was on blacked out for two nights. I don't even know if it's back up again, but two nights I watched it live. Mm-hmm. No lights in the no Vatican, lights. in Vatican City. I haven't checked. You're right. I haven't checked. Since I didn't but... last night. It's a big deal. And and now um, there've been parts of America in Oregon, California. Um, there've been power outages. It's like it's coming. It can't. They can't just flick a switch and make everything change over. It has to be done methodically. And our job now is to shut the hell up and trust the process. This could go to five minutes before the inauguration. Yeah. No joke. No and joke. don't have a cow just because it hasn't happened yet. The timing that you want it to happen. It's going to happen right. when it needs to yeah, happen. Mandy and I, we, we, you and I talked about this off air. Given our background, okay, uh, the, the history of our families, our families are in, deeply embedded in secret service for several different countries, okay? I'm not going to mention what because it's private, it's our families, but just know that uh, between her and I, we have three or four countries worth of secret service in our backgrounds. So we understand, and anybody who's been in the military, Bill, you were in the military. Uh, I know that you were in the military. I've seen the pictures. So Bill was in the military. He understands. Anybody who's ever been in the military, that when there's an operation, if it's a big one, everything is fluid and the shit changes every second and it doesn't work on a timeline like you think. One of the biggest complaints from people in the military is, is God, it's always hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. We're going to get deployed. We're all sitting around waiting on the airfield. Then it's nope, canceled. And we go back and then we go out there again the next day or, or later that day. And then, nope, go back. And then you go out there finally the fourth or fifth time. You're like, yeah, we're not. We're going to go out here and we're going to go back. And then the next thing you know, they're going get on board the transports. So the, the any military operation D-Day. Do you guys realize that D-Day, the date for D-Day was not the date that it is now that it happened on? It was four different dates and they had to keep changing it because of the weather and the places they were going to land. They changed because of the weather. They had right. contingency plans for different places up and down the coastline. And look, at on the many, and look at how many people were involved in that that weren't actually controllable. There were lots of civilians, thousands right. of them. Right. So that whole thing was very fluid, and they weren't exactly sure, and they got the opening that they did for, for Normandy uh, because of the weather, and they went in and they, and they attacked. And that wasn't the, the, the first place they wanted to go because what people don't realize is that most of that was beach and a cliff. Yeah. Okay, thousands of men died on that beach because the Germans had it zeroed. That means they had every position there covered by a machine gun. 
or a mortar or a mortar uh, 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 group. So they had to get on the beach, up on the beach to the wall. Then they had to climb up that wall to get to the to the people. And along the way, they had all kinds of uh, resistance. So it was literally just I mean, if you watch uh, uh, the uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, that was the, the closest thing to reality that happened. And they were in dog one. So that was mid mid center of uh, Normandy. Um, so that's just insane what happened to them getting in there. By the time they got up the beach and took out the, the one tower that was shooting at them, they had lost three quarters of the freaking army they brought with them. But then they were able to get up there. And once they did, and they got the big pillbox blown up, then from there it just they, they just they had the foothold, they had the toehold, and they they went in. So things are fluid, and it doesn't happen when you know if you hear the first one says, "Well, it's going to happen on Sunday," it doesn't happen on Sunday. Well, this is bullshit. I even went down that road. I'm like, I don't know. This kind of smacks of I'm not quite sure. But then I had to remind myself, no, man, you know, you've done this before. Do you know? Do you know what's really interesting is that you have to take a step back. I've had a couple of minor wobbles a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it comes down to like Mike Pence doing what Mike Pence did. A lot of people are saying, you know, he's a traitor. I don't know that he's a traitor. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that either. Because it, the only thing that what he didn't do is he didn't rig the election. Because that would have been rigging the election for him to just say, nope, Donald Trump won and that's what I'm declaring. All these, all these votes go to Donald right. Trump. I mean, whatever else he did, I don't think that he has reneged on anything. I think he's playing his part in the movie. Yeah. And it'll come out in the wash whether he did or not. However, I think Mike Pence is a stand-up guy. I really do. Well, you know what, you know what really sucks is what happened afterwards, and, I, and this is where Mike got mad at Trump. Because when all that stuff went down at the Capitol... He Trump never called once to find out if Mike Pence and his family were okay. He was probably it. a bit bloody busy doing other stuff. And, and that was kind of my thought process because the man was skirted off to a job. bunker. He was skirted off to Camp David. The same thing they did with Bush during nine eleven. Oh my okay? god. He's because they didn't know. Life. There's an insurrection in the state capitol. They don't know for certain at this point whether those, these people are like a, another military from another country looking and posing. This could be the precursor oh, to an invasion for all we know. Yeah. All of it could be. And it's like, it's not it's not President Trump's job to say, darling, are you okay? Right. Darling, well, are you But you would okay? think well, at some point, so he, I would have said at some point, somebody call Pence and make sure he's all right. Now we don't know if that happened or not, but we know that they didn't. We speak don't to even each know. Other. We don't even know whether Pence was pissed that he didn't. I mean, we we don't know anything. It's people making up rhetoric to create right. some another scenario. Right. Like, he's a grown ass man. Right. And he's got his own security around him. And he's and got his, right. So, uh, truthfully, had I been the president and my vice president was there, I'd be like, okay, they're surrounded by Secret Service. They're being skirted through the tunnels right now. Right. They're going to be just fine while I'm on Air Force One and my ass is going to Camp David. Right. And if they're not, they're not. Right. What am I going to do about it? It's like the yeah, there's nothing I can do. If me calling his phone, if he's dead, it's not going to make any difference because he's not right. going to know it. going to be. I mean, he might be under firing, and then he's like, he's, oh, I've got to answer this phone call. Hold on yeah. a minute, Mr. <laughs> Nasty Boy. Hold on. Yes, yeah, hold on the shooting for a second. It's the president, guys. Yeah, hold exactly. on. Oh, yeah. In, 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 a, in a firefight now, <laughs> sir. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. And I really think that he needs the benefit of the doubt until this film has played out because it's a yeah. great part in that movie 
Yeah. He protected him. He's actually been the one that stopped it from going to the 25th Amendment. Right. And Bill says this, right? Uh, hi. I, by the way, uh, Ricky says hi from Texas. Hi, hi from Texas. Right. Hi, Ricky. Hi, Ricky. Welcome. And then Bill said there's so much involved in this beyond the obvious, right? Ascension, energies, time travel, alien influence, etc. You know, that's the part that people we kind of lose people when we go down that road these days, uh, Bill. So we don't go down that road as much. But you're absolutely right. There's a temporal war going on as well. Okay, so, yeah, right, it's, but we that's the part that people aren't ready to understand yet, that we have to get them there. Right? Honestly, I can't. You, I can't. you know it, I know it, Mandy knows it, because yeah. when the ascension, when you hit a certain place in it your ascension, you gain that knowledge. You just, right. you see it now. Other yeah. people aren't quite there yet, so we can't, that's why we don't talk about aliens much anymore, right? We have the Ancient Aliens Worldwide group that Mandy is the headmaster of. I love to use that term, it's very English. <laughs> <laughs> Headmistress, actually, which uh, headmistress would be very proper, wouldn't it? I agree. I, I apologize. Headmistress at uh, at Ancient Aliens Worldwide, uh, and uh, we have that as the largest, you know, uh, alien chasing group on the planet. No joke. Two hundred sixty-seven point five thousand uh, members as of yesterday. Up to point seven today. I think it's up to point seven today. So you know, the the we leave that up and we run that because th there's a you know there's a progression. And you know, Bill, you were there because you were there back when we were 85 people uh, in the very beginning. Yeah, you have that waking up uh, period and that that platform plays that and helps people. And then I have I have the, you know, Orion Rising, which which when you get to a different place, it, that platform helps. And then if you're completely away from the whole alien thing, I also have the spiritual pages that help people in the different genres of spirituality to uh, that are uh, questioning all the mainstream orthodox religions so all of that com compassed is you know like portal to ascension what they do there it's the same thing right and sharon welcome right she says <laughs> she's listening late she always turns up late um but that's okay because we go at weird uh, weird times these days we're the only thing that's consistent well this show but we didn't go on tuesday uh, this show is normally, you know, 1 p.m. West Coast time on Tuesday every week. Right. And then Friday is 4 p.m. West Coast time for my Law of One. Uh, and those are the only two shows I do currently. I, I haven't done a Monday show for a while because we started, we we're talking about doing Mandy's Tuesday, Tuesday show. So right. I stopped doing my Monday show. So, which is okay because we do the same thing. It's just there's two of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's so much that's going on behind the scenes, guys. And this is what Mandy was alluding to and Bill was basically, he said out, out loud. I read that to you. Uh, there's so much going on behind the scenes that, that you guys aren't privy to that we know about. Okay. Um, that you guys have to trust that, like, like uh, Mandy just said, you have to trust that everybody's playing a part, a role in what's happening right now and it's not as over as everybody thinks and if it was you would not have currently the congress of the united states of america running as fast as they possibly can to impeach a president who's going to be out of office in seven days and what the hell are they going to impeach him for they're like, impeaching him farting, they're saying, on a, farting on a monday let's impeach him that's basically they they what their articles are they trumped up the whole thing that they planned themselves and they won't acknowledge that they planned it. I told you, I read you, or I said to you what that guy said at the, at the thing. So it's been planned ahead of time. So far, they haven't gotten anybody to come out and say, yeah, it was this organization so that we could trace the money, but that'll happen. Patriots will say, it wasn't us. 
And that's what they're saying. You don't hear anybody from Proud Boys saying, yeah, that was us, man. We did that. No one. They'd be, just no by, one. by the name, they'd be kind of proud of it. They would be kind of proud of it. Yeah, they would. <laughs> if they put that show on, you would hear them making a statement going, damn straight we fucking did that. Exactly. And they're not. Because why? Because they didn't do it. Nope. They didn't well, you do can it. see who did it because there's videos of it happening. I have the video, yeah. and we'll do this next. How about we do this next Tuesday? I'm gonna because we can do it here. Um, but I'll have to make sure I figure out this audio problem that I have here. I have a video problem on one, and an audio. Maybe we'll do it on Zoom because I don't have any problems there. No, we'll we do Zoom do because I, my my thing doesn't work. Really. Oh, that's right. So so I'll have to figure out. You and I'll have to get together so I can figure out the audio problem on this uh here this this and computer. we were gonna practice we were gonna practice using youtube on private so that we can do right. it live and not have anybody see it you know, yeah so we, we gotta do that so i can figure out what i need to switch in this programming to get because i'm the only one everybody else that i know that uses this they don't have an issue with it so it's something to do with my computer and the and the speakers and the microphone uh being here i don't know maybe because i have them wired at different places i don't know we're gonna figure that out uh because then i can play the video for you i have the video the guy filmed on his phone that showed the police escort with all of the buses that Antifa got off of. And all of those people were the people that you see on all the cameras that were inside. I also have the film of the shooting of the female that was there. And that's very, very, I talked about it yesterday on my show, and I'm going to show that as soon as we get this damn sound problem with my system. Uh, I have the video of that as well. And I have it chopped up, the guy who filmed it, Films it and then he's pointing out to you and he has stuff on the screen, right? And telling you this and that and this. And he stops and freezes and zooms in and out. But I also noticed other things because of what I have done my whole life authenticating photos and videos. I learned a long time ago when doing investigation, like said um, mass shooting in Vegas, right? I watched those videos from every angle and there was no, no muzzle flash from that building ever where that guy was supposedly shooting people from however the helicopter in the air every time it had a clear shot at that field had muzzles flashes and down the street there was a building next to the building on top of the roof was also muzzle flashes so there was more than one gunman and it was the helicopter and another guy in the other building and the fucking thing was staged and if you don't think it was what makes you think that when they kicked the door down, he had his machine gun setting in the perfect space where the, uh, people could take pictures of the door with bullets in it and the gun on the ground. That was staged. Okay, and he ordered food for two people for the entire time he was there. Hmm, that's weird. Okay, so I do that stuff, and I go through s- scenes frame by frame, and I watch every single person their actions and what they do through the entire event. Then I back up and choose someone else. I don't remember what your point was. So my point was when that woman got shot, that was staged. The whole thing was fake. Right. It's part of the show. I don't believe that that woman is dead because the, the biggest tell is when she goes over backwards and lands on the ground, there's no blood coming out from anywhere on her body until she reaches up, until she reaches up and touches her face. Then she has blood. There was no blood, no blood running either. So if you've been shot in the face or the head, anyone who knows if you've ever cut yourself there, you bleed like a stuck pig, man. Messy, messy. Yeah. Okay. And there was no blood. There was no blood running. None of that. And then the the scene was there was a man there who I believe was in charge. He was the director. He was standing next to the girl who was climbing up. In fact, I think he helped her climb up. 
just as the shooting happened, he grabbed everybody and moved them out of the way so that she wouldn't fall on anyone. Pinned them against the wall. Then the police who were standing in front of that door 30 seconds earlier, that's not on that film, but I have the film, the original film footage that shows them there and them leaving and the guy going, they're leaving, come on, come on. And that's when they started trying to break the door down. They were walking down the staircase right next to that. They turned around and came back, didn't run up, didn't grab this woman who was shot and get on the radios and go, we need fucking help. We need an ambulance. Oh, my God, we're going to bring her out the second door on the, on the West Wing. None of that. The guy walk, runs up. There's two of the three of them, but two of them get near her. One, he grabs her hand. Not checking her pulse. He grabs her hand like he knows her, and he's checking, are you okay? I'm right here with you. Doesn't say anything, but he grabs her hand. Doesn't try to drag her off. None of that. He just grabs her hand like, I'm here. Are you okay? Doesn't say a word. And then he lets go of her hand. Right? And then right after that's when she touches her face and there's blood. The other guy that's with him, the other these guys have rifles and full riot gear. Okay? The other guy that's with him, he comes up, and they're both looking, and he starts pulling stuff out like he's going to get a bandage and gauze to put on this woman. The guy with the black hair who pushed everybody out of the way now tells the cops back up and points to the crowd and says here here film this film this and everybody runs over with 30 phones and they're they're filming the whole thing and he's keeping the police away from helping no one help this woman we need the cameras to film her well you didn't say that but that's what he does you're going to be doing this tomorrow so no, no, tomorrow I won't be doing this. I'll be you doing this. You said you were going to show this video tomorrow. You just no, said no. It's, oh, I meant I was going to show it on Tuesday when we when we do our show. But if but if you don't want to talk about that on Tuesday, I will do it like tomorrow. Well, I don't tomorrow. know. It depends what happens. We've got quite a lot to go for. And uh, next Tuesday. And who knows what's going to happen between now and then. So maybe I'll go live on, uh, not tomorrow, but maybe I'll go live on Saturday with that if I can get all that. It might be an idea, but it's kind of null and void now because that's old news. That was on the 6th. Well, right, but, you know, they're still trying to say this is what they're impeaching him over. That's my point. They're impeaching him saying that he incited this riot. Those are the articles of impeachment. He incited an insurrection that they went to the to the, to the Capitol building and, and uh, you know, committed an insurrection because he told them to. That's why that senator I, or congressman from Florida said, has anyone admitted that? I think even the video of the blind dog knows that that's not true. <laughs> I agree with you. But I don't think there's a person on the planet that you need to show that to. Right. However, nobody, none of the civilians, none of the people of this country are telling Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party, stop what you're fucking doing. Well, they are, but they're not listening because they think that they're impervious to everything. They think that they've got it all down. And that's my point is, is just, you know, instead of like saying this stuff and throwing right. it out there, sit back, do what we've been talking. That's what I was talking about, Bill. Exactly. Those SWAT team members behind the woman was what I was talking about. But I agree with what Bill says here. None of what we saw last week was real. Absolutely. That's what we've just said. Here's the thing that I noticed as well. Uh, Only, I think, who was it? So Only one other person has pointed this out besides me seeing this and and thinking this and saying it. But you guys are all going to know as soon as I say it. Throughout the entire time that, that the president, Trump, was the president, he never spoke behind uh, bulletproof glass, except for at that rally. It was probably insisted. Well, I think so, because there was a threat. I know that there was a threat by the deep state on Donald Trump when he got elected. And they said they they put an ultimatum 
to to the to the coalition that hired Donald Trump to become the president. If he walks on that stage to accept the presidency, we will have someone go up on the stage and stab that man in his fucking heart. That's what they said. That was the threat. That's why that time he had bulletproof uh, uh, glass as well. Two times in his presidency, only two days. The first day when he was getting. I don't, sworn I don't in, remember seeing it on the first day. That, but it was there. It, it was there. If you look, go back and look, it was there. But they have the cameras positioned to where it's hard to see the one uh, on uh, on last Wednesday as well. But f- I think it was Fox's feed when he was walking up. They zoomed in on him, and you can see the actual glass there, or the it's actually. Oh, I saw it. There. I saw it last time. Yeah. I so think, so I they think... said to him at the, they said to them to the to the cabal, if you murder him, we will have an open coup, full on military insurrection by the next morning. If that's what you want to do with this country and with this world, we will do that. So they didn't attempt on his life. But I think there was a threat. Obviously, must have been a threat because he's been living under protection as if he's worried someone's going to shoot him right now. Well, he's going to, he's in the middle of doing something that's massive for the whole planet. Right. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's important. And I'm I'm agreeing with that. I think that he should be taking the precautions. I think more important people's attention should be brought to because that stuff is just, you know, whatever. They're either going to believe it or they're not. What's really more important is things like Fox News yesterday letting a quarter of the speech from the president of the greatest country on the planet. But, you know, it's like the president of the United States was making the first speech in days... And they pulled it after like five minutes. Yeah, they've gotten really wishy-washy. I've noticed that. In fact, it even, it's uh, even yeah, Simon uh, was saying that, and uh, um, what is his name? The the both of them were on. I can't think of his name. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie and Simon both noticed that and said, "You notice how Fox has gotten very wishy-washy since it this was, whole thing it started? started weeks and weeks ago. They suddenly switched. It used yep. to be that you could get at least a little bit." It's yeah. like they've been got to as well, but yeah, on on that day on Wednesday and the day after Wednesday and Thursday of last week, they didn't have any conservative people on for hours. It was all Democrats it's been, it's on been there. Weeks, yeah. way before the election, it's been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. They showed that they showed their cards. It's like there's very few left out there that that are heard. There's plenty speaking, but there's very few that are heard. Well, it's all pirate Laura radio Ingram. now. Laura Ingram has been very interesting, as much as it's like. Yeah. She, I know, hear tell she's getting a Hannity slot. He's going to go to the seven o'clock uh, slot, and she's going to take his eight o'clock slot. Well, I, I, don't, know where, I don't know where I, Tucker's I've going. Her, then. I've listened to her and liked her for years, but she said some shit that has been way out of line. Yeah. For somebody who's supposed to be a patriot, she's uh, she's not been a good girl. No, and the only the only person who has stayed true, I think, is Hannity. Tucker's a libertarian, so he takes shots at everybody. So I have to give him that. He's equally, he's going to take everybody to task. It doesn't matter what party they are. That's why I like him, because he does that. He's not afraid to ask tough questions to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and they but respect I, him. They all respect him for that. They know. Like a little bit too big for their own boots, you know? It's like. Yeah. Yeah. And Sharon says, she says, Newsmax and Onan is all Trump. Yeah. 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 I watched um, on Newsmax. Well, most of what you see, that's the truth of it. I tell people the honest truth is, yeah, see, this is, Julie said I completely turned off Fox. 
the day that yeah it, because yeah. They, you know yeah they 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 started like Mandy said they just uh, they flipped the switch. Uh, it was as if they were showing their like like she said showing their hand their true hand. The truth is this, okay, and this is what I say. You, it's very rare. Mandy just said this. It's very rare that you're going to find anyone who's fair and balanced as Fox claims they are and CNN claims they are. The truth is most of them are going to be slanted towards either the Democrats or the Republicans. So it's very rare. It's it's these pirate radio now. It's it's people that. Uh, you know, are honest, like you have those guys from the Epic Times or the Epoch Times. They're just, they flat telling you they're a conservative uh, newspaper. They're not even hiding it, okay? So they're not equal, uh, for. but there are uh, uh, people out there. There's one here in the United States, I don't remember the name of it. There's like three that actually are run by libertarians. So they're, they're not afraid to ask tough questions to everybody, so you're going to get more of the truth. But I have found, and I tell people this, I have found that it's that way worldwide, so what you have to do is, and I say this all the time, you have to be a parent. You have to be the adult in the room. You go and you turn on CNN and you listen to their bullshit lies. Then you turn on Fox and you listen to their bullshit lies. But the truth is in those bullshit lies. You're going to hear the same story from each, from each side just slanted the opposite direction. So when you listen to those and you go to every different news channel and you hear what they're all saying, then you're going to see which ones are all slanted the same way. So if you go it's to very, MSNBC, CNN, it's ABC, CBS, yeah. So what you what you do is you'll see everyone going one way, and then you'll see one or two going the other way. And then it's vital that you listen to those one or two because that's going to tell you the true story of what's really in the center. That's what you do with your children if you have more than one. It's you go, what is the shenanigans in the next room? You go in there, and Bobby says that Janie did it first, and Janie says Bobby did it first, and then you know, okay, something was done. What the fuck was done? It's very difficult to actually do that in this day and age because so much bullshit being sprouted to the people that are already halfway brainwashed, and if not halfway brainwashed, completely thrown for a loop with their lives being put on hold because of this bullshit COVID. So it's like brainwashing upon brainwashing upon brainwashing and who the hell has got the time or the wherewithal to listen to the crap that these people are doing plus they can't say anything honest the other ones can't say anything honest because there's nothing good coming out of the other side there's obviously good people within their fold there has to be law of averages but finding out who those people are and what is their message what what do they stand for anymore right Either side, what do they stand for? I know money what and power. Trump wants. Yeah, money and power. Trump is the only. Trump is the first politician since Kennedy, and that's why they killed Kennedy. That right. was for the people. Right, and that's why you started to have the bulletproof glass around him, and why they did the person change in the Alamo when he went through the tunnel. Right. So it's like, it's very, it's very interesting to see, and people are going to have to like wake the hell up because we now need some answers. What do you want for my life for the next 10 years? What are you going to do for me Right. from any party? Yep. I know what Donald Trump wants, and I believe him because for four years he said he's going to do something, and he's bloody well done it. And he's done it. Well, see, here's what they're doing, and I think Bill alluded to this earlier when he was saying up is down and down is up, left is right and right is left. And what they're doing is they, they turned nationalism. That means pride in your nation first. It's into, into evil. Nationalism is a bit different. Patriotism. Well, well, patriotism is literally, literally that. But nationalism is is a more of a financial political ideology that is 
basically that, not 100%. So if you go patriotism is 100%. Nationalism yes. was a Nazi. Well, well, yeah, it depends on, on the slant, right? right. I agree. Nazis were, were nationalists. They were. But they, but they believed in Nazism, so there's a difference between that and and uh, capitalism. And the only real difference is capitalism is, is you know it means. I mean, think about the word capitalism. Capitalize, right? I, that I means that means to, when you capitalize on something, you're capitalizing on a weakness. So the whole idea of capitalism is not a democracy. <laughs> it's it's thievery. So okay. things have to be redefined. And what yeah. do people want, you know? Yeah. And what do they have to offer us apart from them lining their own damn pockets? Right. Okay. Right. And that's what, see, that's what it's all about. The truth is, like I said earlier, my brother and I is our motto, and I say this all the time, and you see this in every movie. The truth is money. Follow the money. When you follow the money trail, you find out who's doing what and why. But you've got to find it. So the latest that I heard from my sources was that the money that these naughty people have got, the bad actors that have got um, money stashed away, that it's, and this came up for me, there was like a ding ding moment because I was reading about it not so long ago, was that it's all in the bank, the Vatican Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the, most of the people that uh, are funding this is, is funneled through the Vatican. That's when you have Charlie was talking about that and, and, uh, right. Simon was talking about that because that's where the funding started. It was everybody got together. They put the money in the Vatican. The Vatican was pulling the strings and then it went. Oh, it's not just the funding people. This is the people, right. the private citizens that shouldn't have the money that they put it in there because nobody can touch the Vatican bank. Right. Because they are completely a sovereign nation unto their own. Right. Yeah. They're like the Swiss government. That's why the people have Swiss bank accounts. Because right. the Swiss do not extradite, and they won't let you touch the bank accounts of someone's. Right. So that's so that's a, when they have those those numbered accounts why, that you hear about, right? Yeah. That's why they're still Nazi bank accounts because they all put them in Switzerland. Because they all put them in Switzerland, absolutely. Very interesting, isn't it? And this yep. is where it all comes back together. And I've said this all along. It's like every single thing that I have gone down the rabbit hole of has now joined together. This is like well, it comes back to that, doesn't it? We, we talked about that way back a few years ago when Neil Gore, the, uh, the creator and owner of portal to Ascension, he and I were talking cause well, I've been, I've known him forever. In fact, the only reason I'm doing this is because of him. I, I got, I was actually because of Omar and watchers talk. Cause Omar said, Hey, why don't you interview this guy? You found these people. Why don't you interview them? I was like, Oh, I've never done that, but I'll try. I so I did. And, and Neil and his wife said, wow, man, you, you, they thought I was a professional that was hired by, by Omar. That's how they were like, you know how to interview people. You're so good at this. And I was like, thank you. And then I decided to do it. I talked to him about that when we were doing the, the yeah, solstice. What did you talk to him about? I've lost it because you went off on a trance. We were talking and we were talking about how everything is encompassed because we are telling people aliens, aliens, aliens now go meditate. Right. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you, Mandy, the same thing I tell everybody. When you think I'm rambling, I'm not actually rambling. I'm just setting up the story that I'm about to I show you. I lose my thread, and it's like you lose half the people watching because you're talking about Not really. Not really. I've only had a couple you know, of complaints. It makes sense. To you, the, the rest of the breathing people, it does not make sense. Well, and usually if you wait just long enough, usually when you start going, I realize that I'm losing people because I know I've gone on that long, and then I actually stop and say, and what does all this have to do with what I was talking about a minute ago? And then I tell you, and I was about to do that, and you went, what does all this have to do with what you were talking about? So, okay. I can't do it. Right? So, the, the, 
we we realized years ago on in the industry and that's why i i pulled away from ancient aliens and let everybody run it which was a de- almost a detriment before i had mandy take it over um and that we don't even talk about that but but we realized then that shoving everything like i said earlier to bill van horn when he talked about all the other things that are behind the scenes that people don't know about that when we try to tell people about that they would just shut off because they're so uh, brainwashed and that if you say aliens, they go, oh, conspiracy theory, man. Okay. And if you say slaves in underground bases, people go, okay, now you, you lost me. Your credibility is gone. You're just a kook, aren't you? You're crazy. So we decided that we needed those places for those people who were there to see those and the kid could. Everything's esoteric. Okay, so if you can see it, it's there for you. We have that. We, we maintain that. Mandy takes a great care of that. And more and more people are waking up because we're expanding bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So we're doing our job. But those people over there mostly haven't gotten to the place where Bill is and where Mandy is and where I am and, and Simon uh, uh, and, and, and uh, Charlie and a few other people, a lot of other people. But uh, we see everything in the large picture. And that's what Mandy was just alluding to. This entire thing was me going on around to this to show you that what Mandy said where as she went down all these separate rabbit holes. They didn't seem to play into this entire global scheme of things. And she learned all this stuff over the years. I did the same thing. Bill Van Horn did the same thing. Sharon, you've done that. uh, Josie definitely has done that. All of a sudden, the weird thing happens that all of these things that appear to not have a damn thing to do with anything other than that separate thing, all of a sudden fits a puzzle piece in your head. And you start putting those puzzle pieces together and you go, holy crap. All of that is all encompassed into one big crazy ass. You couldn't write a script this good scheme. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. And I mean, you literally just said that before I went on my little tangent to say the same absolutely, thing. Absolutely right. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's fascinating the way it is, you know, and it's like last week when we were talking, when, when they gave, they gave uh, Mike Pence that coin, whichever senator it was that gave him that coin. I went back to read to, to read and watch about um, the giant owl, which is the Bohemian group, the Bohemian right. something, um, which is actually not far away from you. Yes, not. I know. I said that when you brought it up, and you said you were going to go look it up. I'm like, it's here in California, not too far away. Yeah, from but where I, mean, I am. It's yeah. in Northern California. Yep. Probably yep. like in your neighborhood. You were on the coast, but yes, I'm I'm just I'm just west of Sacramento by about five yeah. miles, and that's the capital. <clears throat> it's out on the coast. It's only maybe 30, 45 minutes away from here, but I couldn't Amazing. get to it. You only can get to the gates, and then they, called the Bohemian, the Bohemian, Bohemian Grove. Grove, that's it. Yeah. Fascinating, and I haven't found anything new about it, which is also. It's Brad Meltzer was the last one to did, to do something about it, which was the one. Yes, that- and that was pretty badass. Those people almost got arrested and they almost got killed over. Yeah, they did, and then they brought in what's his face, Gobby, to go with them. Yep, yep, yep. Like- I talked to I talked to Brad about that. <clears throat> we used to con- we used to converse quite a bit. As a matter of fact, every now and then I shoot him an email, um, and he was very depressed for a while after that, and no one knew it. And I sent him an email to ask him if he wanted that. Um, he wanted that uh, um, church, Christian church, they found about seven clicks outside of Cairo. And, and, he's, and right after that, the government 
took control of it so we didn't get it but we were going to i had the people from that sending me photos of everything they found and they were trying to get the word out to the world and i was hoping that he would send a team in but they shut it down and we can't get to it now because the government took control of it but it's older than any church they found even the ones that they found in, in jerusalem and in, in israel um so they're they're like wait a minute this timeline that they tell us about jesus is a little different than in reality we think so um so that whole thing is is uh, is, is going to change things but the government is not going to play it out until they have it all open so they can charge people money so but he said to me when i emailed him i'm really glad that you emailed me but you don't know how much that means to me and what that i needed that right now so apparently he was really depressed after that whole thing because the, the bohemian grove almost got people killed and i think that really messed with him wouldn't surprise me wouldn't surprise me at all uh, it's just it's very interesting the way um and i don't know why that sprung something in my head so i'm gonna have to keep looking because why else would it pop something in my head about that coin well because they, if, if you look there's a photo i'll have to try and find it maybe we'll do maybe we'll next tuesday will be that maybe if we do our research okay, maybe on that. yeah hmm. uh, maybe we'll do that but it depends on this on what's happening though you know as well as i do how fluid things are maybe a few things go on the right. next couple of days Right. It's already going on. It's going on. Right. Right. You got to say it like that, right? There might be a few things going on in the next couple of days. <laughs> there might lads, pay nice, attention. <laughs> a couple of things going on. They might be sitting outside my office waiting for a spanking. <laughs> right. So, uh, but yeah, the, um, there's a photo that I saw that was in the grove, and there was hundreds of people sitting at all these tables where they were all going to eat breakfast, apparently, or some lunch or something. And a lot of them had those coins in their hand. Oh. Yeah. I have a feeling. Um, I have a feeling it's got something to do with that. Well, you know, I also have, like, the voice in my head that's the nutcase, but it tells me things. So, um, right. and I'll tell you what's really scary is that I'm never wrong. So that's why I'm trying to figure it out. Well, what happens is, for those people who don't understand what Mandy's referring to, what happens is when you get to a certain level in your ascension, your higher self speaks to you a lot more. You get a lot more information from the Akashic Records. Every time you go to sleep, you're there and you're reading shit and you're learning shit. And sometimes you don't remember it because it doesn't pertain to the here and now and it only pops off. That's how you get the deja vus. It pops off when you when you need to know it. And so what she's talking about is she's getting this this voice in her head that's her saying, listen, that has something to do with this. Tickle, 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 tickle. And then what happens is she'll go down that road, then all of a sudden it'll come clear. And that's, you know, actually, that's what happens. I've actually managed to adapt the voice in my head too because at first I thought it was my intuition and my gut talk, and then I, I realized absolutely not. And so I tried I tried to figure out how to use it to my advantage. Right. And so this will amuse you. So I get the important stuff. Right. That's that's a great way, essentially, at ESP. But it works yeah, for Sharon girls. said that. It works for yeah, girls. Ascension ESP. Go ahead. It works for girls if you want to have something from Trader Joe's or TJ Maxx that's not normally in. So what I do is, if I want something specific from TJ Maxx, right. it's nearly always some form of seasoning. But I get used to something, and then it runs out. And I keep going, keep going, and it's not there. So I'm like... All right, I want to put an order in, and I'd right. like four. Right. And some ridiculous time of the day, week, whatever, I'm comfortable, sat doing whatever, and uh, the voice will say, it's in, 
And I'm like, I'm not going up now. It's 20 past to go now. And I'm like, I don't want to go now. Well, it's tough shit. It'll be all gone if you don't go now. And I'm like, what if I go down there and it's not there? This is me having a conversation with my ESP voice. Right. At the beginning, I used to think I was nuts. Now, I don't even question it. Right. So I get in the car and I go all the way down there. And lo and behold, it's like angels are singing around the four jars that I've ordered <laughs> right. at the end of the row that they've just this minute put on the shelf. So I take them all. And I'm like, okay, I'm never going to question you again. <laughs> and I right. do, and I do. And it's stupid little crap like that, but it's also very big, important stuff as well. Well, and that goes into the the saying that people always say, when you see something and you wanted it and you go, well, I'll come back for it. And then when you come back, it's never there. Then they always say, you know what they say? If you see it, you better buy it now because when you come back, it won't be there. That's your intuition, people trying to tell you, buy it now. It will be gone if you try to come back. And the voice is... That's the voice. Level. That's your higher no, self. But, no, that's not. That's the voice is the next yeah. level up from that. That's your yeah. intuition saying don't... That, or your, that's your mother or yeah. your grandmother who knew better that's saying in your head, take it now because it'll right. be gone. Right. The other so, voice that sends me down to these places at the most ridiculous times is the same voice that says to me when the light is green to turn right that the voice says, don't go. Right. And you stop, you and get you stop, that, but then you have a car that comes doing 90 miles an hour through a red light. Yep. Yep. And you know what? That has saved my life a few times. That is no me joke. Too. I have had literally have had that happen to me many times in my life, but it's hard to explain to people because it's literally, there's a voice that says, turn now or duck. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, and when you listen to that, it actually will save your life. I, I've done that many times. And I've also done that with things like um, when the world went crazy and everybody was buying vitamin C and I had just unfortunately running out. I went to find vitamin C and they were gone everywhere. And I went into the store and I was looking around. I was like, of course it's gone. And in my head, all, all of a sudden I got this wait, turn around and go over there. And there's a sign that's blocking the shelf. Move that sign. And you're going to find one bottle of vitamin C that nobody has saw because of that sign. And I walked up and I moved the sign and went, son of a bitch. That's true. And I grabbed that one bottle. of It was just sitting on the shelf. And there was a sign that was there that was just perked the right angle that you couldn't see it from any side. It just happened to cover it. It was right up at the edge. And something I so there wasn't like I subconsciously saw it and then said, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? You couldn't see it. And I walked up, moved that sign, and went, hey, look at that, a full, huge bottle of vitamin C. I so, do that with MCT oil as well. My sister so wanted, so wanted the MCT whole... oil, and I said, oh, I just took the last bottle that was down there. I'll have to remind myself to look for it. And I went in one day, and it wasn't there, and I went, oh, you know what? You guys need to fill I thought this. You guys need to fill that order. And the next time I went to the store, I walked straight over there, and there was one bottle. It's <laughs> amazing. So the same thing for this is that, we know the answers to what's coming. And it's just that we're being given so much bullshit to pay attention to, to distract us. Everything is a distraction. And it started a long time ago. Has anybody actually questioned the fact? It's like three years ago, I started to get pushed by my doctor, Teledoc. And I'm like, what the hell is Teledoc? Well, right. you know, you sign up for this and you get seen by a doctor on the, on the computer. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? And it gets pushed and pushed. Have you registered yet? Have you registered yet? And now all of a sudden, bingo, Tallydoc is everywhere. Yep, I know. They, they hit us with that okay. over here too. Now, I, every time I, uh, you can't go 
to see the doctor now because of COVID unless it's an emergency. So you call up and you make an appointment and they either call you or they call you on the computer and you have a, a visual. Right. Yeah. And you get some miserable PA who barks at you. I've had that. Well, that yeah, if I call, yeah, I get that, and it's hilarious because they every sign it's I don't know when I call about my mom, for some reason I can hear in their head that they're they're worried about my mom's condition because they think that I'm not taking care of her properly, or that she's a candidate for COVID. So let's just bring you both in and so, so yeah, so they start asking me more and more questions. Well, is she doing this and that, and is she doing that and this? And I'm like, you know, I did go through the evaluation at the clinic with the doctors when I had her certified that she had Alzheimer's and that, and I, when I got the, um, the, uh, uh, power of attorney and we went and had her evaluated and they were like, yeah, she's gone completely to the point where she doesn't have any rational thought. Um, she does, but she can't make any decisions for herself anymore. So they, they interviewed me to make sure that I was going to take care of her right and proper. And I heard them conversing about it afterwards, and I heard the two doctors talking to each other. And the one doctor said, you know what, I really like him. He really is on the ball. And the other one was like, I know, right? I mean, she's lucky to have him. And I was like, they didn't realize I could hear them speaking. Or maybe they did and they were doing it on purpose. I don't know. Either way, either way, right, when I call the advice nurse, I get the same shit. <laughs> it's crazy. I get, they, they give you the runaround. They're, they're basically treating you like you're stupid. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know what? I have an IQ higher than yours. In fact, I bet I can do it. I, I, I'm arrogant that way. I was Sheldon when I was younger, and I've learned to not be that way, but I still think that way. I don't. I have the filters now that I don't say this stuff to people, right? Wait, like with my doctor. What's that? <laughs> Learn to focus? Yeah, you, well, I do focus, but you guys just don't. You guys aren't on the level that my brain is on, so you can't you can't do what I can do with my brain. My brain moves faster. Than that is probably the most condescending thing I've ever heard you say. And I've there's the Sheldon coming out. There's the Sheldon coming Jesus out. Christ, I told you. Dude. I told you. I normally don't do that because I have the filters to stop because that's mean to say to people. But my brain works so fast. My my whole family has this issue that when we get together, we start talking to each other. People think we're speaking a foreign language because we talk so fast and we already know we can figure out what we're going to say. So we jump around and, and we have a full conversation that sounds I'm like we're fucking sure, retarded. I'm not quite sure that that's got anything to do with a high IQ or a speedy brain. I think that's probably got something to do with the fact that you're all Irish and talk about the same shit every time you get together. Oh, see, so now you're calling me a pikey. No, that a pikey is not, a pikey is not Irish. Yes, they are. They're the gypsies. Not, they're, they're mostly Irish gypsies. Is not calling you an Irish person. A pikey is actually a gypsy. And yes, it's an Irish gypsy, but I didn't call you a pikey. <laughs> I called you Irish. Uh, which is almost Big the different. same. Come on. Oh, you're right. You're Irish people. Saying that the whole of fucking Ireland is a, is a gypsies. Not the same at all. I don't know. Have you asked them? They all pretty much think they are. <laughs> they all pretty much think they are. They, their whole attitude is, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> right? Okay. So, no, you're right. And, and I probably shouldn't have gone there. But the truth is, the truth is that I do have a larger than normal IQ. I don't consider myself the smartest person on the planet because I'm not in any way. I know that there's millions of people that are smarter than I am, have a, have a better IQ, a better grasp of the planet and the world. There's some people with a lower IQ than me that have a better grasp of the planet and the world than I do. So I don't assume any of that. I'm not, I'm, I've grown past that when I was younger. I probably thought that way. I really like Sheldon. Like, I am the most fucking smartest person on the planet. 
No. No, I have a nephew that has a higher IQ than I do, <laughs> right? Well, and he's right. autistic. That's why he's a savant. Right. I can't, I can't keep up with him, right? I'm barely able to. I'm the only one in the family that can barely speak with him. I have another nephew who's now a nuclear, he will be a nuclear physicist. He's graduated as as a nuclear physicist. He's probably going to go to work for, uh, for you know the uh, NASA or somebody. Um, and he's and he's you know well, I don't want to know about rockets. Rockets suck. They're like 70, 80 years old. I want the real technology. So he knows what's going on in the world. Um, I can't keep up with him either, but he's a dick. You know, they're, they're both Sheldons and they're, they're worse than, they're like what I just did to you all the time. Right. Even to our family. So it's, it's rough to talk to people who get into that mode. And I, and I, and I call that, you know, that's the Socrates effect. Socrates was the same way. He always wanted to, to, to tell you how stupid you were and, and to prove to you how much smarter he was than you. And that's all of his conversations were, were that way. Um, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't smart. It just means that I, I see that as a as a bad trait from smart people. I see that as an immature trait, and it's ego. I think, I think that everybody, apart from obvious, but I think that everybody has their own level of smartness. Smartness, and just because you have a high IQ doesn't mean you're smart. No, no, no it doesn't at all. You're absolutely right. There's different yeah. things that make you in that direction. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. you can be, yeah, you can have all the book knowledge in the world. That doesn't mean that you have any fucking idea what's going on in real life. Absolutely. In yeah. fact, completely the opposite most of the time. Oblivious is that's normally what that's called. Yep. But, you know, I don't think it's possible to actually be in that realm as well as in the realm of healing and. Um, no, you can't because that, that realm is ego driven. Yeah. And, and. yeah, no, you're right. That realm is ego driven, so you can't. You have to be selfless and thankless to be a healer. So and you, you have don't to, you actually have to. have to tell people that my problem where it comes into that realm is that um, telling people your skills and your skill set within the realm of the Reiki healing and the power healing that, that brings things from the universe, but also from their own knowledge base. I'm, I, this is completely off on a different tangent. However, it is still linked in a way. It's I was, like, I, you know what? I'm following you. I, <laughs> I don't know if they are. Head, but like, so, but like, I wasn't going to interject and go, where are you going with this? No, 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 no. And it's like, surrounded by people who have to tell you how powerful they are as a spiritual healer or as a whatever. Um, and it's like, wow, if you really have to tell me that, then that means that you don't really trust your abilities. You've got to tell me that you're that. So I don't have to ask. Right. There was a guy. I ain't going to see anything. <laughs> I think Josie, I think Josie was the person that I sent his, his stuff to, but there was a guy who was doing stuff online and, and he, and he had on his page, his list of credentials of everything that he did. And it wasn't just once he had several, he had probably 20 or 30 of those that he put together so that people would know just exactly everything that he did. And I was like, are you trying to convince yourself or other people, bro? What, what is, the, if, and I said the same thing. If you have to tell people all of that. Yeah. yeah ego. It's a big fact. And the proof is in the pudding. And that's why that you have good people that are super skilled in that kind of area that are not struggling because they're not, but they don't have very much. They don't have a lot of money. They don't see a lot of people, but the ones that they do see are healed. 
Right. And well, see, and, and this, this Sharon's agreeing. She says, it took me years to control myself. Higher IQ, it comes with a greater ascension responsibility. The it problem really with having a higher IQ is that you get caught in that. And I just did that to Mandy, and I apologize again for doing that. You get caught in that because cool. you're like, well, because of my IQ, that makes me smarter in, in this way. And, that, and to have a, a knowing that the IQ is all based on uh, a person's age and they having an IQ that the normal IQ says that the normal person on the play, face of the planet is not at all uh, in their mind mature mature than 18 years of age. The average person on this planet is mentally 18 years of age or less, no matter how old they are. And that's what they base the IQ test on. You can look that up. It's true. It's not something I made up. Look up what is the IQ somebody test. else wrote. It's still somebody's opinion. And, well, no, I agree with you. And that's what I've always said because I have said an IQ test can be taught. And it can also, they did a study, and this is my point of all of this, because, it, but the problem is that people get stuck in their head. I have a higher IQ, therefore I am fucking smart and I'm smarter than everybody else. It's the same thing with when you ascend. You are awake and you're starting to wake up and you look around and your first instinct is to go, you're still asleep. You need to wake up. And you're doing the same thing. Now you're Sheldon only on a spiritual level. And then it takes a while, like Sharon said. That's why I popped that up on the screen. It takes a while for you to get out of the ego of that and control that and say, it's not their fault. They're just not where I am spiritually. It doesn't mean they're beneath me or stupid. Nobody it just means they're not focusing on that right now. Nobody else is ever going to be because you're right. an individual and you're unique. And it takes time to realize and that, that's too. Part of the yeah. ascension process to actually realize that. that yes. You could yes. have you could have an IQ of 195 and so could I, but we'd become completely different Absolutely. with different understanding. Because everything that is me is based on every experience that I've had. And everything that is you is based on every experience that you've had and how you've perceived it and how I perceived it. So you're right. We're going to be completely different. And that's just the truth of it. Yeah. If we were twins, we have different perceptions of reality. So therefore, it forms all of our memories. It's also the thing that there's this human trait, whereas somebody discovers that, say you're a Reiki master and you meet somebody who's only done Reiki one. The first thing that they're kind of trained to say is, well, I do Reiki, but I'm not as good as you are because you're a Reiki master. I'm only on level one, so I'm only still learning. Right. And I I take a front to that. I take yeah. a front to that. My Reiki master, when I did my Reiki master, um, I did my Reiki master via via internet. I did one and two live, and then I wanted to find the right I did the, I did the exact same thing. I did one and, and two live. I right person. She's English, and she's magnificent. And she's I don't know, Australian. <laughs> she's a hierophant. At Stonehenge. So she is one of the higher priestesses of right. Stonehenge. And we got on like a house on fire. And so when we did the, the whole ceremonial thing at the end, it was magical. But leading up to that, she said to me one day, holy shit, you're about to be unleashed on the world. <laughs> and I'm like... She was English, wasn't she? <laughs> I'm like, what, what does that mean? And she's like... <laughs> Yeah, you'll find out. She's yeah, like, you'll find out. You are beyond what I can do, and then some. Right. And I'm like, no, it's going to take me forever to even get into your shadow, you know, because I was yeah. brainwashed into believing that. Yeah. And well, you then, know, when when I, I went have to tell people what I do, I have to do what I do. Yeah, agreed. And and then it's not everybody that gets it because they're like this when they come in. So it's like, but I don't need yeah. to do that to everybody. It's like. It might only be one person. That's why I've been born and been on the planet. 
Yeah. But I don't have to bloody tell them that I can do it. And I don't have to tell them that their experience is because of what I can do. The only time I do that is if somebody questions, you know, when they go, what, what gives you the right to do that? Well, I have a credential that says I can do that. I have a piece of paper on my wall that someone else certified that I can do this. Uh, otherwise, I don't, because I, I, if I did that, I would be just like that guy, because I have, and I know you do too, we have so many freaking certifications and credentials that we sound stupid if we're naming them all off, right? Well, considering half of them, a lot of the, lot of the human race thinks is a load of bunko anyway. You know, Reiki master, what is that crap? You know, yeah, what like, is that crap? Yeah. Well, can I just put you on my table for an hour and a half? Yeah, and just give me a minute. You, you don't have to believe it. And you yeah. can explain to me what it is because I don't know. Right. Right. Exactly. It's just It's like, exactly. I don't know. How do you feel now? I feel like I'm actually floating. What did you do to me? And I'm like, well, no. that has to do with that Reiki, those two words. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Didn't do anything. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. No, that's and that's what I tell everyone, and that's why I don't like the word teacher. When people say, "Oh, we," I follow your teachings. No, you don't. You follow my guidance, because teaching suggests that I know something you don't, and that's not true. I get, I do, I do get, and but there again, there are there are times when you need to say, uh, "Shut the hell up! You don't know what you're talking about." Agreed. <laughs> but how <laughs> how to find that in a more benevolent, kind way? Right. I actually just said that to um, uh, to Bruce Cunningham, who's over in the Philippines, um, who's really big. If you knew, he's the, one of the guys in the uh, Ancient Aliens thing. He didn't want to be on the television show because he knew that they were. I know the name. You probably know his name. Um, he has a magazine that he puts out all over the internet and, and stuff as well. And he's the one that's actually brokers everybody to go to the sites to actually um, uncover sites. He's the guy that goes in with the scientists when they find one. And then he's the one that makes sure that the country then goes and excavates it and gets that information out to the world. He's, he's like all involved in all of that right now. That's why he's over in the Philippines. He lives there. Anyway, um, I just said that because we were talking about Ubuntu. And Michael Tellinger, who was the one who created the idea, well, he didn't create the idea. He's the one that pushes the idea because the word is an African word. Right. Ubuntu is an African word. The Africans created the idea. He found that in their philosophy and said, that's the way we could survive without money. So he, he's pushing that idea and has pushed that idea. He turned it into a political party in uh, Australia and Tasmania and then realized, and South Africa, and realized political party wasn't the right way to go, and he dropped that. But he's still pushing the idea, the ideology of Ubuntu. But <clears throat> we both noticed that he has this big platform, and he's still trying to get Ubuntu going, but he has no means to assist anyone in that. The mayor in the city of San Francisco in the Philippines, Bruce just told me this, um, they, were, they wanted to do Ubuntu in that city in the Philippines, so they contacted Tellinger, and, and he said, no, I'm sorry, the, the, if you're going to do that, you have to come up with the billion dollars to fund that operation to get off of money. Right. So they were like, well, that's the end of that. We're not fucking doing that. We don't have any money. We can't do that. So the, the problem with Ubuntu is it takes money to start it and nobody has the money to start it to get off cash. Right. But beyond that, we noticed that he's not really pushing it too much anymore. <clears throat> Last year, he was running up about as above, so below and working on and talking about that. And I wanted to talk to him about that because I actually understand more about that than he does. And his arrogance was he would he won't talk to me. Because I questioned him. And 
I because I watched his videos and I was like, you almost have it right, but you're missing a part. I would like to talk to you and I could give you that information and I don't need to have credit for it. So you don't have to worry about me suing you if you come out and say it's your idea. And he was no, no. Yeah, no. Isn't that weird? That's just like um, Pennington's partner who wrote the book. He won't speak to me because I haven't written. I haven't read his book. That's what he told me. Have you read Jim Penniston's book? No, because I haven't read that book or his other book. He w- he says, I, there's no reason for me to talk to you because you don't even know what I'm talking about. And I said, I I know everything you're talking about from what I've been told by people who've read your book. And I know probably a little bit more about it. And if not, I can help you expand on it. I said, just because I haven't written a book on it, don't think that I don't know what I'm talking about. I haven't written a book on it because I don't want to help them. You're helping them. He's like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk to you. That's why I have not interviewed him. He refuses because no, I haven't. You're not talking about books. Jim Penderson. You're talking about Jim Penderson. No, no, not no. His partner that wrote the book with him, the other, the scientist guy who wrote the book. Oh, with him. right. Okay. He won't talk to me. Jim even talked to him. I went back to Jim and said, "Dude, t- talk to him." He went back to him and talked to him. He says, "No, that man's rude. I'm not talking to him. He hasn't read the book or my other book. He has no idea, no reference. How can I talk to him?" I was like, oh, that's like Spock in the TV movie saying that he couldn't talk about dying because Bones hadn't died before. You know, it's like people have their reactions and their reasons for it. And it's like, I'm not going to lambaste them for it. It's like there must be a reason for it. And that's his. Well, see, Jim, you, you were there. Jim said to me on air, you, anybody out there who hasn't seen the video, go to Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the group, right. and Mandy has it pinned to the top. So when you come in, it's there yeah. for you guys to watch. So yeah, what I'm about to say, Mandy can corroborate and the video can corroborate. Yeah. And he did say- I said to him when he was touching the, the, the spaceship, and I, I had mentioned to him, it sounds like there was a temporal problem going on at that point that you were outside of the normal timeline and everyone else seemed to be standing still for 45 minutes. And he said, that's what the CIA said. And I, he said something to do with as above, so below. I said, yes, because we humans are the three in that equation, three, six and nine. And he said, that's exactly what the CIA said. And I said, I know because I know what they know. And he said, you need to talk to my partner. That was the scene in our video, in our, uh, our uh, interview, where he said, you need to talk to my, my partner who helped write the book because he's the scientist, and I have no idea what, you're, what that stuff means. But you talk like the CIA and him. And I'm like, that's because I know what they know. But I just haven't written a book because I, when I was about 17, 18 years old, I decided whatever I know in my brain is going to stay there because I know that those people, the powers that should not be, will either weaponize it, steal it from me, and, and get money out of it, and then kill me off and not let me have it. So I'm not going to do anything to help them in any way. But that doesn't mean that I didn't think shit up in my head. That doesn't mean that I didn't research. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I understand what Tesla understood. I know what Tesla understood. I know what he knows. In fact, I think I might know more than Tesla knew. Okay? I even actually started drawing up the machine that is zero-point free energy and then realized that if I did and I turned it on, they'd probably come and kill me for it. So I stopped writing it down and burned everything so nothing is written down. And then I come to find out from all the insiders that that's exactly what happens, that if you turn it on, they're scanning for that. It gives off a signature, an energy signature that is unique to all other signatures and our government is scanning for it. Anyone who turns on that engine, they go to those people and take it and kill them. So it's gone down like the road of uh, sounding crazy. 
Right. That's why I don't normally talk about that because it gets <laughs> to that people go, okay, you're a nut. Right. Well, then, it's you know, that, that means that there's definitely a way of being able to talk about these things. Um, no, it's just certain circles that people that that will, understand. That will get people's attention and maybe slightly listen. And I've learned this during my professional life as well, is that it's, you have to adjust the way you say things with every single person because everybody learns differently and everybody yes. hears differently. They might not listen, but they're hearing something and you want to no, know. That is absolutely it. true. When I was, when I took a training for, to be a manager, we were taught exactly that what Jesus knew. If you look at the way the Jesus I'm making myself a coffee. I can still hear you. Oh, that's okay. I'll be talking to for them too anyways. I'm glad you'll be able to still hear me though because then you can re respond to it later. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, what I've found in what I was taught there and realized that it was it is true, just what Mandy just said, that every single one of us individually, we all there, we all learn one of like seven different ways or sometimes uh, a combination of a couple. OK, so when the Jesus character and I say that only because some people don't believe Jesus was a real person, whether or not Jesus was real is, is moot and irrelevant. The message is what is important there, uh, and in everything. So. The way he spoke, he spoke in parables. And the reason that he did that was some people would understand with the first story that he told, but maybe not everybody else. So he would tell the same story in a different way, and that would get other people to understand it. And this is what Mandy was saying. And you have to do that. And I normally do that, uh, and people think I'm, like, rambling on or I'm being redundant because if someone can understand the same story that I tell the, the different way, they go, you just told that story. Well, yes, I did. But I'm doing that for the people who didn't understand that story so that they'll understand this one. And then there's going to be another one that I'm going to take another trick that's going to sound completely alien to some people. It has nothing to do with what I was talking about before, but it does because the end game is the same scenario. You just don't realize it because you don't understand. You're just esoteric. You don't see across the board. Some people do see across the board. And, and then they, you know, they'll say, like, when I'm doing the law of one, I have people that come in and go, dude, this is basic. I'm like, yes, it is for you. Other people, they have to hear my translation of what Raw is talking about to understand what Raw is talking about. So it depends on where you're at on your level of spiritualism, where you're at on, on the level of how you learn. Because you either, some people learn by visually seeing something and, and you show them how to do something and they can do it. Other people have to have the schematic and have to read it to see what, what I'm supposed to do. And other people, you have to show them the schematic and then read it to them because they, they learn by hearing and seeing. Some people are visual. Some people are, are hearing. Some people are doing, right? And some people just hand them the schematic and go have at it. And they do it. They know how to do it. They can learn it. So that's the way people learn. They learn from, some people learn from reading. Some people learn from writing. Some people learn from hearing. Some people learn from seeing. So when you're speaking, you have to do, you have to change things for those people. Cause some of them, no one's going to show up here and watch my show or listen to me speak. If they learn by reading, they're going to, they're going to just go, I can't do this. Right. And I can't, that, so I can't, help them but see that's why when i do the law of one i have the words visually on the screen i have a computer reading you those words so that if you're a visual person and you have to read you read along with it and then i encourage you if you need to to go to another site where you can read if you can't read the words on the screen that are here if you're listening on an mp3 file 
And I do that on purpose because some people need to see the words and read them as they're hearing them to understand what's going on because that's how they learn by reading. So I do that on that show because I can. And I did, and I did that when I was doing uh, EBE only as well, uh, where I would have the words on the screen and the computer reading it for you. And then I would stop and give you my interpretation uh, and, and put what pertained to that and then start back up again and, and continue going so that people can do that. But in a setting that Mandy and I are doing here, it's a little harder. So that's what she was talking about, where you have to uh, change the way you speak so that other people can understand exactly what you're saying and you don't alienate anyone. And that becomes difficult for us to do. So we end up losing some of the people because they are the people who need to read and they can't listen and watch us speak some people could listen to the mp3 file and be fine with it just here i'm that way because i was brought up listening to baseball on the radio so i can just listen to to guys like me and mandy talking and don't have to see them other people need to see our faces people like my brother says dude you need to do something about the microphone so i try to do this with the microphone and, and move up slightly with it or to the side because i have to be eating this microphone unfortunately to and all the microphones is the jack so, but my brother's visual, he needs to see my lips. He also has a hearing problem and wears hearing aids. So he's like, I can't see your mouth moving. And I'm like, I, I, there's nothing I can do about that. And I apologize to people for that. I have a lapel mic, but it does the same thing. I have to have it right here at my larynx, or I have to have it right here next to my face because the jack in this computer is old. So, so it's like, and it could just be one word that sets people off. Oh, absolutely. That's why I try to tone down the cussing completely, because if you're an intelligent person, there is no need for cuss words. So no, I don't, I don't mean that. I mean, it's like there's just, just one word that can make somebody go in a completely different direction to what that word is. With the wrong infliction. Yeah. And so, right. and it's, but it's, it's a good direction. One of the things that happened to me that at massage school that was quite possibly the biggest lesson that had nothing to do with massage. Right. And even though a lot of my massage school wasn't about massage, it's because it's a big lump. This isn't just about the ins and outs of the anatomy and the physiology and kinesiology of a physical human being. It's a lot about that, but it isn't where I went to school, the be all and end all. The be all and end all is the human body and the human being, right. the light being that's on the table. And are you hearing what they are saying? So the biggest lesson that I learned which is coming around at the moment, which is quite huge. Um, I've got to retell the story, so I'm not doing it in a boring way. <laughs> there was a, we, were, we were like three months in, and um, we were getting to deep stuff, and, but there was no talking. It was a fantastic afternoon, absolutely magnificent, quiet, perfect temperature, beautiful and calm. The woman that was working on me went up my thigh, deep, slow, no words, no pain. And my body at that time was shown something so mind-numbingly fantastic. It told me in that split second that my every, and every single cell in my body knew what it felt like that my dad was alive. Every single cell, the hair on my head, everything, it just went this truth was in me that my dad was alive. I didn't question it. I just knew it. Right. Five, 10 seconds later, every single cell in my body knew what it felt like that my, the truth was my dad was actually dead. 
And it wasn't like finding out for the first time. I was being shown something in a safe setting that your body knows a truth on a cellular level. Right. It's every single cell in your body. And so people don't understand that. I didn't understand that at the time. And since then, I've gone down a lot of different pathways to actually bring me to that enlightenment. Your body knows a truth on a cellular level. And that goes the same that your body knows an untruth on a cellular level. Deep down, your body knows everything that you're being told, whether it's right or wrong. And so I found that just so fascinating. It might be basic stuff for some people. Maybe they learned that lesson a long time ago. But well, I... it's, it's funny because I was just talking about that the, uh, the other, on my show yesterday. I think it was yesterday. If not, it was on uh, Friday. It was on Friday, I believe. That um, your DNA in and of itself is a recorder that stretches back to your ancestors. Everything that happened to them is cataloged in your DNA. That's Everything that happened to everybody all the way down the line is. That's, that's and, not No, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, but uh, but that's the recording portion. But the the part of your body that is connected to the universe, and you don't realize, and this is what Mandy's talking about, we don't realize that our body is connected to the universe, not just the avatar that we're in. Our physical body is part of this universe, therefore... It's connected to everything and everyone. So when something happens, like she said, your body knows it. And to know, and this is why we tell people you have to look within, to understand the universe, you have to understand yourself and your body because your body knows everything before you get it. This is what Mandy is saying. It's knowing, knowing a truth and it's knowing an obvious truth. And so... Somebody tells me, oh, I've broken my foot. And I'd be like, well, what are the symptoms? And, well, I need to go to the ER to see a doctor. And I'm like, well, can I know the symptoms? Tell me whilst you're on the way to the doctor. I'm not going to tell somebody not to go. Right. And it's like, well, you know what? If you elevate it and put some ice on it, let's think about this logically. Ask yourself. Do you think, do you think really or is it fear telling you that? Right. You know, and it's like. So many things get in the way, and this is where it comes into right. what's going on at the moment politically. It's like other things get in the way, and we start doubting, and we should not. We have the basic capabilities. And so to me, that was the most important thing that I learned in massage school, and I went to the best in the world. And it wasn't intended. It wasn't intended. That's or the way it? You get it probably was. It. it wasn't intended as part of the curriculum, right. or was it? Because it? it's like maybe somebody thought that might wake them up. Maybe that was a thought that wasn't even an open thought, right. you know, because we have a lot of those. We don't really well, we can't have that. That's like I've had people that show up to listen to my show and many, as a matter of fact, who have said afterwards or sometimes on the air. But most of the time it's afterwards. They, they message me that, you know, I was in this place where I just needed something. And I just said to the universe, OK, listen, I don't know what's going on here. So I need some guidance. And then all of a sudden they looked on their computer and it said I was live. And they were like, OK, what's this? And they turned it on. And the entire episode of what I was talking about pertained to the problem they had that moment in time. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, my God, you everything you talked about was like you knew I was going to tune in. And I said, that's the way the universe works. Yeah, that happens a lot. Right. 
That's the way the universe works. You're going to be led to where you need to be led by your higher self and your spirit guides at the right time to find the right knowledge to help you understand what's going my on. My jury is out on the spirit guides at the moment. It's like mine abandoned me after my seven months long meditation. That is so crazy. It's unbelievable. But Well, I think it's because you've made connection with your higher self in a way to where your higher maybe. self is talking to you. You don't need that maybe. anymore. Maybe. Yeah. And I, you know, it's like the spirit guides and my former life, I was Cleopatra. It's like, yeah, I have views on that too. Right. Not so that's, when I not listen to some people do Cleopatra, reads on people like, and they're, you know, they're like, oh, you were an Egyptian king. And could it I'm get your like, attention? Yeah. <coughs> exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Is, and not everybody was a king or a queen or somebody like they were. Most of us were just peasants most of our lives. Right. So so it's not, you know, so it's like, yeah, like you said, it's to get their attention. Look, I'm I'm real. I'm real. a man. And I can tell you were a princess. You were. A but king. if you wanted to have been Cleopatra, that's all right, too. Right. Okay. I have currently I currently know of two people in my lifetime that both and they're both alive still. They both claim that they were, in fact, the 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 uh, the uh, Arthur character who pulled the sword from the stone. They were King Arthur. Two people that are alive currently on this planet, both, and that's just, you know, that's like, uh, you know, seven people that are Jesus. Got their, got their attention. Oh, there's a lot more people than, Jesus, than that, Jesus. Right? Right? I, I know a guy I, that took too many mushrooms, and he was in an, a mental institution for a month, and he was Jesus Christ the entire time. <laughs> it must have been great to be him. I seriously, that's an out of body experience right there. That's like, right? I don't like my life. I am going to be Jesus Christ for a month. <laughs> right? well, look at, look at what um, uh, David Icke did, right? David Icke thought he was Jesus. He went around dressed in the robes for almost a year. Do you remember that? You may not know that. No, I they, remember that's, reading that's what kind of blues credibility. About it. I remember something about it. I don't remember yeah. seeing it. That was when everybody oh, said he was crazy and his and now but they still listen to him now. I don't think the man was crazy. He went through the he went through the dark night of the soul and when he came out the other side, uh, he did the same thing Omar did and he got stuck. Omar was like, "I am from the 12th dimension and I am God." He he was stuck on that for about a month and a half and then he, then he realized Okay, yeah, Bill had the same thing happen to him. He started telling people, which is true. And this is what I was trying to, this is what Bill was like. He was like, I am God. And he's like, we are God. And we're like, yeah, we all are God. It's okay. But when we, he did that, we were like, oh, fuck, he's lost his mind. Because none of us had done that yet. It's like, how clean is your kitchen floor? And <laughs> right. you can tell me you're God. <laughs> I can eat my dinner off your kitchen floor. Right? No joke, right? So, but the, but you know, then I went through that, but I didn't tell everybody. Oh my God, I'm God. Uh, but I tell people we all are because we're all literally. I, I tell the analogy the way Raw said in the first or second session, really early on in the 106 sessions. Imagine that you're a thought. You're a thought of the one true Creator. The Creator is 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 wanting to experience every possible experience in this infinite universe so there's infinite amount of experiences so to do that the creator created an infinite amount of life forms to experience everything to evolve and eventually come home and say dad look what i learned yep it works eventually it's gonna hit home every cog's gonna have its little coggy wheel right it has to and we're all here to help one another and pass Absolutely. on and do it with peace and love and kindness. And that I, I said that yesterday. Love that. is all you need. Peace, love is kindness. all you need. You know, kindness. you can tell somebody Calm. you're a complete wanker, but you can do it kindly. Yep. 
you don't always have to, but you can. Yeah. And meanwhile, on that note, I have got to go. Yeah, we're we're what are we on? We're two hours fourteen minutes in. Uh, normally we plan for one, and we've gone two fourteen. So and some yes. of us talk too much. That's because some of us talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was very enjoyable, mostly. And um, uh, yeah, and I apologize. Please don't be offended when my my Sheldon, my ego got the better of me right then, and I and I said that. Leo. I didn't I didn't intend to mean it as no, mean. I know. But Leo, you should know me well enough by now to know that I am going to say something. I, and as soon as I said it, I was like, she's about to kick my ass I'm live on air. Kick your ass. <laughs> but I took it. I took it and I and I accepted it and I didn't get and mad about it because you were right. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, Josie kicked my ass too in the chat, by the way. You should go back and look at it. <laughs> okay, good. I will. I will. She did. She didn't let that go by. That was not something that she let go by. She, no, she, Frenchy, she only Frenchy had one like, sentence, Frenchy but it was a Frenchy yeah, sentence. If that hit us like that, how many people out there will it have hit? Oh, I know. And that's why I made sure to apologize and again apologize because I'm sure some of the listeners are like, what a dick. I think that about you daily. So, you know. I tell people I am a dick. I just I'm, I just try not to be. I, I Sometimes I'm a dick. That's I have to tell myself. There was a guy that uh, when I worked, he was an uh, HVAC guy. On his dash, he had an 8 by 10 piece of paper that was wrote, wrote on there in hand, his handwriting. He wrote, don't be a dick. And I said, why is that there? He says, because I'm sometimes I'm a dick. And I have to look at this and tell myself, don't be a oh, dick. Yeah. You have to, those people are going to hire you. And if I'm you're a dick, they're going to fire you. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so my ending words, as usual, namaste. And it's all going to be okay. Yep, it is. Everything, It'll all work itself out in the end. That was my father's favorite thing to say. It'll is, all work it it out itself out. Yep. Just do your part and stay calm. Yep. Believe we're good. We are. We're golden. We are. No matter what okay. happens. You know, in, and in life, you know, I'll end it with that. And in life, I always tell people, like, especially now that, that I'm more awake than I was when I was younger, I have nothing to fear at all because I know with 100% certainty, I just talked to my brother about this yesterday, and he, he of course, agreed because he's a minister as well. I know with 100% certainty that when I die, I have an immortal soul that will never die. So this body might die and I might leave this body. But when that does happen... I'm going to be in a better state of consciousness than I am in this avatar. So there's yeah. no reason for me to fear leaving this body I don't because this that. is a shit fuck place that we're in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fear that. I don't fear any of that, to be honest. I, what I fear is leaving my son alone. Uh, yeah, those are the things the things that we hold on to are our relatives and friends and family right. around us that we go. I, I don't want to leave because no. I really like my house. It's magic. Right. As you can see, I have the queen of chocolate behind me with my little mate, Simon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I'm going. Namaste. Right. Have a, namaste, guys. Thank you, everybody who watched this. We love you. Please share this with everybody. Share it out to the world if you think that they might gain some sort of knowledge from what Mandy and I blather skited about. Right. And uh, please don't shenanigans. take offense to anything the idiot says. Okay. Yeah. And then don't listen to anything that I have to say and try and prove me wrong. Go and look it up for yourself. Right. Right. All right, namaste. Namaste. Bye. Later.